Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Woolworth Sports, let's go! Woolworth Sports, let's go! Woolworth Sports, let's go! Woolworth Sports Network, let's go! It is a Tuesday and a victory Tuesday around here at Woodward Sports. Welcome to the Morning Woodward Show. My name is Stick on Detroit's all-digital sports network. I was going to say Digital Detroit Sports Network. But either way, we're happy to have you this morning. To my right. Yo, what's the word? It's Corey. To my left. Joey, hello. And then we have Alex doing his thing in producer land and Fish making sure we sound so good. And shout out to everybody already checking in on all of our social media. Uh, at Woodward Sports, we see you. We love you. And thank you for watching on Facebook, Twitter, and, of course, YouTube. Uh, we got some new platforms that will be starting next week, Joey. We got, Next week, son. We got platforms on platforms on platforms. <laughs> and, of course, you can always listen to us on the app. It's free for download. You can get it today in your Google Play or Apple Store. But, I mean, you guys want to get into it right away? Let's yeah, talk why about does my head it? look so big on the camera right now? What's that? I got a big head. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Is it zoomed in too much on me? Why does my head look so big? Why are you looking at yourself on the I'm screen? Because I'm sensitive. You're to be to, looking at the camera, They used not to call me big head as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> really? Did a little bit. <laughs> Peter got it real bad. It, look, look, yeah, look. Peter does have a big head. Yeah, but then he Joey, got big, though. Compared to me, you do not have a big head. You're fine. I got there a bigger go. head than you. All right, well, you know who's got a big head? Who? Juwan Howard, <laughs> as he should, because Michigan whooped that ass yesterday. I mean, what a great game versus LSU. Like, if you're a fan of basketball, even if you weren't a Michigan or an LSU fan, that was an incredible game to watch. I just... I'm just really impressed with how Michigan played in that second half because in the first half, it was looking real spooky. They were just – they looked a little lethargic out there, like they took um, LSU for granted. And Cam Thomas, he, he came out the he came out the gate, you know, with that gun loaded and was ready, was ready to go. But, I mean, he had 30 points last night. Was, he, was just, he was just on fire, as, as he should be. But Juwan Howard, whatever he did at halftime, whatever adjustments he made when he talked to those guys, they came out – and went on a hell of a run. I think they, I think at one point they went on like a, I think it was like a sixteen to five run. Sixteen to three at one point. Yep. Yeah. So it was crazy because LSU was on a twelve to three run, and when we went through that, that's when I thought, oh boy. Yep. Again, Michigan's gonna give it up. But then we end the game with that sixteen to three Michigan run, and that's something that we just gotta stop. We can't let those runs happen again because we're not gonna be able to come back on a run like that every single time. Yeah, and uh, Corey, you brought it up about halftime. It was really like the second half of the first half where they started to figure it out and turn it on, and you could start to see Michigan actually playing really tough physical defense, which we haven't seen in a couple weeks from them. Like that. I feel like they've just been trying to get into these shootouts and not mm -hmm. really playing big, tough physical ball. But as you see, Hunter Dickinson right there, you know, he was big on the block. Once again, getting in stupid-ass foul trouble, though. Oh, like, yeah. trying, to, trying to pick the ball from behind on a guy running up the court like that was a stupid foul 
that's my biggest concern with Hunter Dickinson right now is the guy just doesn't know when to take those fouls and he keeps getting in trouble. But luckily for him, Eli Brooks and Shondi Brown were there to bail everybody out, man. Hey, everybody. To, to your point, um, Juwan Howard, if he, I wish there was a, we had that clip. There was at one point when in the, in the foul later in the second half, Juwan Howard looked over at Hunter like, what are you doing? Right. Like, like why, why are you following like him? thinking that. But Eli Brooks was sensational, 21 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 5 for 9 from long distance. Even with the, with the fouls, Hunter was good, 12 and 11. But Shawnee Brown off the bench, yes. 21 and 4, 6 for 9, 3 from 6 from long distance, nailed all of his free throws. He And, and him and Franz in that, in that last stretch of the game, they were just unconscious. They, they, they were they, – Sean D. Brown led them all game, but towards the end, it was him and Franz Wagner. They just really went ahead and pulled away. Franz had some clutch baskets, you know, layup, three. He, 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 he went in his bag to end the game. Yeah, and that's what you expect out of Wagner. I mean, we kind of talked about it yesterday. Like, those were the three guys that we expected to have big games. Um, you know, you had Wagner, you had Dickinson, and then we mentioned Brooks yesterday. And my God. I don't know where Michigan would have been in that first half if it wasn't for Brooks. Like, Shondi Brown came in off the bench and did his thing, but Brooks was keeping us afloat for the first 12 minutes of the game. I mean, he had to, they had to do something with, um, I hate to say this, I know we're not supposed to go with kids, but they had to do something with Mike Smith out there point shaving. Right. I was, his, that might have been one of the worst games I've seen him play. Yeah, but Eli Brooks, you look at his stat number here, you know, 21 points, seven assists, and four rebounds. And the kid just couldn't miss. You know, he's hitting bank three-point shots and just really keeping Michigan in the game. How are you guys feeling during this game? Not good. Really? Not good at all. I'm not feeling good at all. Really? Anytime that you got to come back on a big run like that, as the number one team in the country, one of the number one teams, I mean, we're number one seed. Against the number eight seed, it's just it's worrisome because it's only going to get better competition at this point, and I'm still a little bit worried without 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 Isaiah Livers because my thing is this is I know at some point the team's going to lose that. All right, we got Isaiah's back because we're kind of getting lucky on some of these games. We're hitting all of our shots and. Sometimes our shots aren't going to drop, and then we're not going to be able to come back on these big runs. Yeah. Um, you know, against a team like LSU, though, they're so athletic and so physical. The, where Michigan had to beat them was use their size, and I think they did a decent job of that. And finally, after, like, the 10-minute mark in the first half, they made some adjustments. They got back to that Michigan basketball that we all loved, and it was just really nice to see that Michigan like put forth that effort because like I said I feel like over the past couple of weeks they've just been trying to outscore people they were not trying to outcompete against people and you could tell Jawan Howard's message to them was lay it all out there put it all out there which is good and bad because if they put it all out there and they like th that was it now they're spent it's not good leading into the tournament but in a one and done tournament if you don't give it everything you got every single second you could be gone just like everybody else in the Big Ten single game elimination baby this guy they got to give it all out on every game that they play now here's the thing LSU was probably going to be the most athletic team they play you know, even with anybody, everybody else in the tournament, LSU athleticism is off the charts. But that was a really good test for Michigan. I was not feeling good during the game, but watching how they came back and how when they came back, they did not let up off of them. They kept their foot on the gas. 
I believe that is going to be something that they can take away from this game and go on and carry it on over to the next game. I don't know if they blow their next opponent out or anything like that. I still think they have a um I still think they have a road ahead of them, a tough road ahead of them to get to that final four, even that national championship. With that being said, if they continue to play hard how they did in that second half, they should at least make the Elite Eight. Yeah, I mean, the idea is to win the whole damn thing. Win. So uh, win, yeah, The idea is to win the whole thing, but you know what? Going from unranked to where, to where they are right now, right. you don't want to give participation trophies, but Juwan Howard is to go from unranked to where they are right now. Good job. I think if they get to at least an Elite Eight, they can feel really good about the growth of the program. Anything past Elite Eight, that's cherry on a Sunday. Yeah, well, I... I think they need to get to the Final Four, man. If, if this team wants to be talked about as one of the great Michigan teams of all time, they need to get there to cement their legacy. But I agree with you on the Jawan Howard point. Like Getting to the Elite Eight in your second year, pretty great accomplishment. But I don't think they're done eating, man. They want oh, more yeah, than they that. Want more. They, they should want more than oh, that. Yeah, like They should look at the rest of the field right now and look at who they have in front of them and understand that, hey, this is it, man. This is our shot, you know, that we could make it to the final four. And once we get there, who the hell knows what happened? They look should, at Jawan's walking off the court right there saying four more wins. They should four look, more wins. They should look at this and say and say, hey, we have a real shot to steal this whole damn thing if we just go out there and compete every game. Yep. They they have a shot. I I believe they have a shot. So they have a high shot now. I mean <laughs> the the one team that I was scared about, truthfully, was Illinois. Because Me too. I'm looking at our division right now. I mean, we got Florida State coming up on Sunday. And then you look at the game after that. I know we got to get past this game. But then you look at the game after that, and we're looking at UCLA and, UCLA and Alabama. So I look at that as not an easy walk to the um, Final Four, but they got a damn good shot. Bama might, Bama might, if they get to Bama, that might be a tough out. I, I, that might be a tough out. Uh, it's looking like UCLA is going to be a tough yeah. out, man. Yeah. And if you're a Michigan State fan right now watching UCLA cut through this tournament like butter, you got to be sitting there like this. Like, it could have been us. Could have been? Could have been. It should have been us? Should have been. Should have been us? <laughs> it should have been, yeah. Uh, it's just so frustrating to see that, man. You, you know what? had Michigan versus Michigan State in the tournament. You got, y'all had one job. See, it could have been, Corey. You're very right on that point. But the Big Ten is such shitty basketball right now <laughs> that even the best of the best, like Luca Garza and Iowa, even fall down. And it's just like at this point, we started with how many Big Ten teams? Nine. Nine. Nine Big Ten, ten teams. And they couldn't even get to the Sweet 16. Oh, we're down to one. one. Yeah, we're down to one now. Down to one, yeah. man. Um, Alex, can you throw up that picture I just sent you to? Um, the latest one. There you go. That's what it looks like in the Big Ten right now. Michigan is carrying everybody on their back. Like, they're the last legit hope for the Big Ten. And then you look at, like, the Pac-12 still has, like, six, seven teams. And it's like, how the hell does this happen? So now I go back to a few weeks ago. <laughs> I love that A few picture. games ago, even, with MSU. Is it that impressive that MSU beat all of these Big Ten teams that were so highly ranked? It is, and I actually saw Jay Bayless talking about this on ESPN. Uh, you know, he was talking about like we're saying that the Big Ten is overrated, but what he's feeling is it was such a grind all season long for these teams that when it comes tournament time, there's a little bit of a letdown because you know you've put in such max effort through your whole season. Like look at Gonzaga; they've had like two games they've had to get up for all season. Mm -hmm. 
If you're playing in the Big Ten, you're getting up for Illinois. You're getting up for Iowa. You're getting up for Ohio State. You're getting up for everybody in the conference. So it's a little different rolling into the postseason knowing that your regular season has been such a grind. But excuses are excuses. That's, that's the yeah. lamest thing I've ever heard. You think so? I, I mean, I think there's some legitimacy to that. How? If you're beating the best of the best teams, you should go and play these teams and walk all over their asses. Because it's hard to get up constantly. That That's the thing. No, that's the adrenaline. This is March Madness. Listen, yeah. you could lose every single game like Michigan State did in the season, and then they got to play when it matters most. And they did, but only to a certain point. But when it gets to March Madness, psh, the numbers, the stats, all that. Throw it in the garbage. It's yeah, all about yeah, adrenaline. I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm with Joy on this one. When it comes to March Madness, you get to, you you got to lay it all out there. It's, it's what do they play for to hear that one shining moment at the end of the at the end of the tournament? Lay it all out there. I'm 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 with Joy on this one. I, I can't go with that one. Yeah, I, I kind of buy into it just a little bit, man, because uh, his his end point was these guys aren't overrated; they're just underachieving. So he still believes the Big Ten is the best conference in basketball. It's just after that grueling regular season, you know, you get into you get into the I'm tournament. Glad, but, I'm but, glad when you, but when you underachieve, you open up the discussion for are you overrated? No, no, no. This is good, though, because he's saying LeBron with all of his successes on his own where he loses later on in the playoffs is okay. LeBron's had success <laughs> because, on his own? Because he's balled out throughout the season. LeBron's but, never had success but, but on his own. But LeBron balled out. He played so well in the season that the winning at the end of the season, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it you're, gonna, you're really going to compare the NBA game to the NCAA. Yes, because that's the same dumb shit that you're saying right now no, about it college. Isn't. So Gonzaga plays the exact same schedule as Michigan. You're not talking about Gonzaga right now. Yes, we're, I am. No, like, we're talking about the you other teams. You brought up LeBron. I wasn't talking about fucking because LeBron you're either. you're saying earlier on in the season is what matters more than later on. That's the dumbest thing. I'm not thing. saying that. I'm saying that's if you go through you a harder a harder regular season, yes. it, it wears you out more than what Gonzaga had to do all season by kicking their feet up and playing, uh, you know, OCC. So you're sitting back and clapping out for Illinois. You're clapping for I'm Ohio not, State. I'm not doing that at all. But I, I'm no. saying I understand that they had it harder in the regular season than a Gonzaga, than anybody playing in the Horizon League, than anybody playing in the ACC, the SEC, any of those other conferences. So, yeah, if you're going to want to sit here and compare it to the NBA, no, they have a balanced schedule. They all all play the same teams. If you're in the Western Conference, you play every team four times, you play the Eastern Conference two times, and vice versa. So, like, comparing the two is absolutely ridiculous, Gonzaga's man. still alive. These other Exactly, because they haven't done shit. Like, if Gonzaga was in the Big Ten, and they were playing actual opponents every single night, week in, week out, they would be in a different position than they are now, instead of just relaxing, taking the regular season off, and knowing that the tournament relaxing? is their whole season. You think these players that are trying to get money in the NBA... Then prove themselves in college. I think when Gonzaga plays New Albany State, Tech, Northwestern, Southern A and M, yes, it's a little bit easier than Michigan having to play Illinois, then go to Michigan State, then go to Iowa, then go to Ohio State, then go to Penn State, then go to Rutgers, then play Maryland. It is yes, it is much, much, much harder. It's called preparation. When you play these better teams, you're better prepared for when this matters. If you're a better team and you're a higher ranked seed and you play the best teams like the Big Ten did, so you've been you clowning be on Gonzaga. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The whole time this tournament that I'm they haven't played up anybody. For I'm not standing Has up for them. Has Gonzaga played anybody this year? No. I still that, think d- the team's garbage. Do you think garbage. they had an easier regular season? Absolutely. That's What point is that making? You're standing that up here. That it's easier to roll in. You're not as drained going into the tournament. Not as drained. Yes. As these are grown-ass men playing no, college they're ball. they're fucking boys. They're grown 18, 19, and 20 men. years old. Grown-ass men. Boys grown are high school. Grown-ass men. It's, it, what do they call high school? Boys basketball. What do they call college? Men's basketball. It's a little bit of a difference right there. These are not grown-ass men. They're grown-ass okay. men. They have chaperones. They, they, why, they why, get hey, their hey, meal hey, prep they're for start, them. They're starting hey, to get paid because hey, they're grown I'm, I'm, men. Hey, I'm going to let you know this right now. Go ahead. As soon as I turn 18... Them cops look at me like I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I look at college kids as amateur athletes. I don't look at them as professionals. Amateur athletes, they're not professionals. Right. They're grown ass men, not professionals. And not even all of them are grown ass men. You see some of those kids, they look like they're damn 12. They do. <laughs> and some of them also look like they're 40. <laughs> you can't tell me Langford and all these other but guys I, with mustaches aren't grown ass men. But honestly, at the end of the day, I understand the point that when you have to put out that much energy during the regular season, it, it may wear on you come playoff time. And, and that's it. And guess what? Those are the players that are sitting their ass at home right now because they weren't good enough to get this far into the March Madness. And that's all I got to say. I mean, out of 64 teams, there's only 16 left. So a and lot of And the best teams are the that. ones that are left. Uh, that's, that's it. It's all uh, off of wins. It's all <laughs> off of wins. You look at these teams like Abilene yeah, Christian yeah, beating a number three Texas. Creighton and Oral Roberts, they're, they're definitely the best teams. Yeah, hell yeah, they are. <laughs> no, they're not, Yes, man. they are. They're you having look the at, best tournament. They're not the best teams. You look at Steph Curry when he was in college and he was balling out. He might have played the worser teams to get there, but all that matters and what you see now is he plays best against the better opponents, and he showed that entirely in that tournament. So we're looking at the Sweet 16 now, and these are your matchups going into next weekend. I hate that we got to wait till Sunday to watch Michigan play again, but you got Baylor versus Villanova, Arkansas versus number 15, Oral Roberts. Um, you got Sister Jean versus Oregon State. That's going to be a great matchup. Number 11, Syracuse versus number 2, Houston. You got Gonzaga versus Creighton, USC versus Oregon, Michigan, Florida State. State and then UCLA and Alabama. Out of all of these, what bracket do you think has the easiest route? I mean, Gonzaga still looks like a pretty easy route. I would say Michigan's is probably the hardest. Hardest? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, they have a number two and a four seed left in their bracket. Nobody else. Uh, Baylor's bracket's got the five and the three left too. So that's not. It's not too easy. I think. I think. I think it's got to be Gonzaga. They have a. Um, to me, just looking at it. They have an easy, they have a 
easier path, but I don't think it's easy. I, I think th- I think they could possibly get shocked by USC if they move on, but a Gonzaga, yeah. Yeah, Gonzaga-Creighton, that should be like a 30-point spread on that game. <laughs> I, I'll be shocked if that game is close. But, yeah, back to the Michigan-LSU um, Michigan game last night. Michigan shot 53.8% from field goal percentage, 40% from three, and they had 22 assists. Like, to me, that's the number that really stood out because if you look at what LSU had in assists, LSU only had eight. Yeah, because they were – you know why they had eight? They're jacking up the ball. Uh-huh. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I, I wrote this down. Cameron Thomas and Javante Smart. How many shots do you think they got up between the both of them? Oof. All of them? <laughs> 46 Damn. shot attempts. 46. That's why they had they 57 went, they, of the and, points. And, and they went 20 <laughs> for 46. I mean, I'm not, I'm not ever going to tell Cam not to shoot the ball. That kid was on fire for a while. But, yeah, everybody else on that team, and that's what we talked about yesterday. If you can neutralize Cam or at least make him the sole scorer, you got a great chance against let, LSU, and let, that's kind of what happened. Cam got his 30. He Cam, did. Cam, Cam's going to get his 30. He's the, he's the fourth leading scorer in the nation, averaging, over, averaging close to 23 points per game. He's going to get his buckets. But if you can neutralize everybody else and limit them from being a part of it, and hey, let him burn out. And we saw as we saw what happened. Um, I think Adam put it in the comments. They had an eight-man rotation that's going to eventually wear out. Cam Thomas towards the end of the game was exhausted. It was all over his face. Dude, yeah. they they literally both had forty minutes each. Yeah, and it's just crazy. That's it's how crazy. you got to do it, though. I mean, it's you know, like Jawan Howard says, you got to leave it all out there on the court. And you know, if it's the elimination game, I'm playing Cam as much as I can because you need to. Uh, you know, we Michigan was able to survive when Hunter Dickinson got in foul trouble and went to the bench, and it kind of changed the game because you saw uh, LSU constantly double teaming him in the post, and now he's out of the game. They have to change up their whole defense, and Michigan was able to still convert, and that's when Wagner took over. That's when you saw Shondi Brown driving that baseline, which some of those baseline drives were amazing. Like, how did they how did they leave the baseline open that much to a guy like Shondi Brown? Basics. Have, it's the basics. I have no idea, but he he just stepped up so tremendously. And it's not the fact that he just scored. It's when he stepped into those shots, it, he looked like, I know this is going in. Yeah. Like, it was just confident. You can tell when the guy has a confident pool and, and, he, and he doesn't. All of his look like, yeah, I'm nailing this. But this, I'm just, just, just to go back to LSU, just a, it's a tale, we in, a tale of two different halves. They went 22% from beyond the arc in the second half and 70% from, from the free throw line. They were 100% from the free throw line in the first. A lot of that right there, that did them in. They were, they were dog tired. Yeah. The thing I like, though, and, and the only good that I saw from that game was really towards the end when you see them going on that run. You see them playing together, setting screens, boxing out. Like you saw a lot of the fundamentals come out towards the end for Michigan. And, and that's what we just got to see more of. Yeah, well, that's what they threw it back to. They finally relied on their defense again. And once that defense got going, it was really hard for LSU to do anything. So, I mean,. LSU's in the tank. That's done. We're moving on. Florida State is next. And obviously, we got a whole week to talk about that. But how are you guys feeling going in against Florida State? I'll say this. Hunter Dickinson and Mike Smith, Juwan's going to have to talk to them either together or separately. It's, it's Hunter Dickinson, he, he, those, 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 those late, crucial mistakes, he has to limit those. 
Mike Smith, I'm not going to say that LSU was about to get back in the game, but he made it a little bit too interesting than it needed to be with that travel. It was a travel he had. And then um, just the way he played yesterday was just dribble, 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 nothing. Right. <laughs> it was just he's going to have to do go ahead and talk to him. You're, you're not in the Ivy League anymore, dude. <laughs> this, is, this is real. So hope- The announcers were talking about his size playing a factor, and they're like, you know, he's little, and his size definitely played a factor in the game, but he was still able to control the tempo. And that's what you need to see out of your point guard. Luckily, this isn't a very point guard-heavy system that yeah. Juwan Howard is running right now. They just need kind of a facilitator there. And, uh, you know, I thought he did a great job, but damn, those step, step back threes, you got to stop those. Oh, yeah. Just those, stop. <laughs> yeah. See, but the thing about it, though, is they normally do drop. So he's used to shooting those and them always drop. But, but when you're that small, I don't want you take. I don't. I don't want my small point guard taking those step back threes. He was one for four yesterday on those. And to you know, stick me and stick disagreed on it uh, like last week. But to his point, uh, he he took a he took a step back three to try to ice the game. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, that's that's what are we doing? That's not how you want to use that guy. No, <laughs> at all. That is not how you want to use him at all. Uh, so Florida State, kind of similar to LSU, very athletic team. They don't really have a true five, so that's going to be where Dickinson comes in, and you know they can rotate positions pretty well. They're interchangeable pieces. Do you see their athleticism being a problem? Do you see like Michigan learning from what they got from LSU? They should learn from what happened in, from LSU. Whether that happens remains <laughs> to whether that really happens remains to be seen because athletic. As good as basketball, the, the 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 Big Ten is playing, we're starting to see those other teams are a little bit more athletic, and one is remaining. They got the, the rest of those teams got them up out of there. So hopefully, Michigan's able to figure it out. I'm I'm on the fence. Let me. I want. I want to. I want to wait. I don't want to be prisoner in the moment and be like, oh, they're gonna go ahead and win. I got to really. I want to look at some stuff from um, Florida State, see how they play against some um, bigger teams, ranked opponents, and then I'll go from there. But Michigan definitely has a shot to get past them. They, they, They really do. If they just play the same way they played in that second half for two halves instead of just a stretch, they'll be fine. Yeah, as long as they can rely on their defense. Yeah. There's that one dude, uh, Polite. I think is how you say his name. He played when in the last game against Colorado. That was the one game where I was like, all right, this guy, this guy could ball, but it's not like what we saw yesterday in LSU where there's a whole bunch of stars on the court that we got to watch them. So this is going to be definitely a different style of game that we got to play, but Michigan, Michigan's on fire right now. Yeah. Well, they got going into the Sweet 16. They will be playing March 28th. That's next Sunday at 5 p.m. So at least we get a nice Sunday matinee game with Michigan. But it's just so weird. I wish they would start the Sweet 16 on Friday, not Saturday. Yeah, and then you get Saturday and Monday. Yeah, Sunday and Monday. Because that's the thing. They're gonna if they win on Sunday, then they play again on Tuesday. Yep. Like some weird days. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Make this a weekend affair. Yeah, I don't get the. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Um, there's some Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. They're gonna be playing Saturday through Tuesday. That absolutely. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Right. They should have just started this thing back from Thursday through Sunday. Everybody wins. I don't. I don't get it. I don't love it either. And you know, giving a team damn near a week off in between like games it. like don't that's like that's weird too. I hate when the NCAA does that for football too. It's like the bowl games are three weeks, four weeks sometimes after your last game. And it's like, 
They, the team doesn't even stay together. Like, what the hell are you doing for four weeks? See, but 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 this right now with four days or five days between the games, I feel like is normal for this season. Six six games, six days, man. Yeah, but like uh, almost a full week between games. It's, it's tough to keep momentum. It's definitely tough to do it, but I mean, the way they re- to do it and the reason they do this, I'll never understand that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with stake on this. This is this is BS. <laughs> Selfishly, we just want to watch more basketball, <laughs> and that's it. You know, yeah. this is how I feel every time. You know, the NFL playoffs are coming to an end too. I, I start counting down the games, and it's like, oh my god, we only have like four games on Saturday, four games on Sunday, then two games on Monday, two games on Tuesday, and then, then a six one, months one. off, and then a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> damn man, I, sports I, are wrapping up on that level. I get really emotional during the conference championship games because I feel those are sometimes better. Than in the actual Super Bowl. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, because the teams are familiar with each other. There's yep. usually a little bit more rivalry history there. Uh, Fish, what you got to say, buddy? I'm assuming it's because of COVID. What? Uh, that they're playing Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Probably to test the players. Make sure they don't have any well, they always put COVID two, stuff. They always put a day between the rounds, like when they kick off the rounds. Yeah. But I'm just saying they should have started the rounds on Friday instead of on Saturday. And I don't know if that has anything to do with COVID or well, not. Well, I think they started uh, last week. They started on Friday instead of Thursday. Right. They so normally start trying on Thursday. To balance it out. Yeah. That brings up a good point, though. You mentioned COVID. Like, this gives them more time to be bored in their hotel room to go out there and have some fun outside of the hotel. I'm not saying that they will because I know they have them on lockdown. Well, they, but yeah, they can't. I mean, shoot, because the NBA, I think the NBA with the um, with the COVID playoffs, they had them thing. They everybody had like a day off just to just to wrap it up. Hey, let's, let's get this going. Yeah, but they also had exciting things at Disney World. They can go play. <laughs> oh, man. They, they can they, play they Connect Four. They can go, go in a pool. I don't know if they have that in Indianapolis. You can play Connect Four and go in a pool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually watched Dwight Howard and Javel McGee on Instagram uh, in the summer play Connect Four. And who won, Fish? Uh, I think Dwight Howard won. <laughs> man, Fish slipping, man. Fish is supposed to know who won in that game. I'm mad. I'm mad. All right, Fish, you got to have those facts and stats ready for us, man. Well, did... all I know is Dwight Howard was trash talking. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, one spot that everybody could be a winner, though, is Bridge Street Exchange because they got discounts on discounts. 15% off your entire order online at BridgeStreetExchange.com. Or you could go in store and just tell them Woodward Sports sent you. Bridge Street Exchange in downtown Fenton. That is, it's my spot where I like to go shop because it literally, I always say the same thing. It's a one-stop shop for men. And it really is because you go there, they got the Carhartt, all Michigan brands in there. And go support a local business, downtown Fenton. Bridge nice. Street Exchange. Appreciate that. And I appreciate everybody in the comments right now. Do you see Facebook started this, like, you can send stars things? How many stars And it's like a get? penny per star and people can start paying you. Um, oh, it's kind of like the Twitch angle. Yeah, kind of like that. So shout out to Dan and Charlie and uh, everybody for dropping in some stars. We really appreciate that. Hey, throw some dollars in this chat. I'm taking yeah. my shirt off. Oh, man. He said, it, yeah. Virtual stripper for Joey. <laughs> Just throw, throw some stars at Joey. He'll take his shirt off. Uh, but thank you to everybody that's uh, commenting on YouTube as well as Twitter. And like I said, next week we're going to be on a couple more platforms. Because we're getting that new internet, baby. And we're going to be able to stream everywhere. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, it is time for Joey's News. An ounce at Michigan Dispensaries is over $300. Why pay that when you can grow your own? With just one light, you can pull down over 48 ounces every harvest. Do that math and then come see us at Grow Green, where we have everything you need to start growing and a staff of master growers to help guide you. Click growgreenmi.com. 
Good morning, everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get into Joey's news. Let's go. Yet another Big Ten team falls. It honestly, it kind of feels good because we're the only Big Ten team left. But number two, Iowa losing to number seven, Oregon, 95 to 80. And Luka Garza dropping 36 points in his final game as a Hawkeye. And these were the last moments. So the Hawks, Luka Garza. Oh, yeah. Much love right there, brother. He'll exit one of the great careers all time. One of the best players, the best player in Iowa basketball history. Coach Altman right there. The finality part of it, I've been there, brother. Those are tears. I definitely thought they were going to keep fighting. The emotions of the tournament, the finality of your career that you didn't accomplish the goal that -hmm. you set out to. It's tough, like, but I mean, that's a hell of a career that he had. Yeah, but very rarely do you know when significant moments are happening in your life. Sometimes it takes like perspective to be able to look back on them and be like, oh, damn, that was a big moment, you know? And in college basketball or any sport, when you know it's your last game and you'll never put on that jersey again, because he was talking about that in his press conference afterwards, like it, it, it all hit him. Like, he thought about it, but he didn't realize what was really happening till that clock was winding down. And it's like, I'll never go back in that locker room. I'll never lace up my shoes again. I'll never put on this jersey again. And you feel for those guys because they, they give so much to these programs. And so much, you know, obviously Garza's going to go on. He's going to be in the NBA. Don't know how good of an NBA player he's going to be, but he's definitely going to be playing at the next level. But at the same time, you can't replace those college experiences. I mean, hey, man, they're nothing like them. I remember when I coached my one win in the students versus teachers game, and it was an emotional moment for me <laughs> because it was my last moment as a, my first and only game as a coach, and I was, I had my moment too. I was crying. It was, it was, it was special. But no, that's to your, it was, it was just a great moment for him. Um, yeah. He goes down, like they said, one of the all-time greats, if not the greatest Iowa Hawkeye to ever play basketball there. I have a rough time thinking of somebody better. I was than about to say that. Does, that, does that say a lot? <laughs> that does say a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, name one other Hawkeye basketball player. Ooh. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Which means we only have one Big Ten team dancing in the Sweet 16. Michigan back to the Sweet 16 for the fourth consecutive tournament. This game, though, we uh, look at that bank right there on that shot. Eli Brooks. <laughs> but that game was scary because. 12-3 run is what LSU put on us. 
And luckily, we did have an answer for them, ending the game on a 16-3 Michigan run. So we're going to see Michigan taking on the number four-seeded Florida State Sunday at 5 o'clock. Yep, take it on the Seminoles. You know what? I just did a real quick search while we're talking about Iowa basketball players. Yeah, so did I. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in you, Joey. I am too, actually. <laughs> I'm disappointed. You don't, you don't know. Uh, don't say it. I'm name, not going to say it. Is it my boy? Who's your boy? He should be your boy. Iowa Hawkeyes. With as much as I sit up here and boast mm-hmm. about my, my alma mater, mm-hmm. and you got somebody from your alma mater, could be probably the best, well, Second bet. Well, best, only champion. Maybe, the, maybe the best at yours, too. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Who from Brother Rice Oh, went to Iowa? Wait, was it BJ? Oh, BJ Armstrong. Oh, I didn't know. All I know is he went to Brother Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Wait, he's one of the best. On the- so, <laughs> yeah, according to this list that we're looking at right now, you got Luca Garza coming in at number one. Roy Marble. He played from 1985 to 1989. Oh, yeah, Roy. Then B.J. Armstrong, Ronnie Lester, Fred Brown, Greg Stokes, John Johnson, and then Donnie Nelson, baby. That's not uh, – Don Nelson's a legend. Wow. But, yeah, Iowa not churning out the basketball players. So Such good athletes that I couldn't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> On to the NBA, <laughs> which he did end up going to the NBA and actually winning with the NBA. Who, BJ? Yeah. Yeah. Who did he play for in the NBA? Bulls. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, no, I don't, I don't right. ask them, you know. <laughs> On to the NBA, though. The Houston Rockets, guys, they won. Ended, ended this 20-game streak of losing for the Rockets. And right here you see John Wall. With that 360 layup on a triple-double, 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. One more time for Stick. Yeah, can we play that? Look at this. I got to admit. Why do you do that, though? (laughs) I I, I will say this. I remember they were talking about Blake Griffin, trading Blake Griffin for John Wall. I was a hater of that trade to begin with, but now... Wow. I wouldn't have hated that trade. I, I, I did because I thought, like, okay, John Waz basically hasn't played in, like, years because of injuries. So it's like, okay, we're trading one guy who can't stay healthy for another guy who can't stay healthy. So I'm like, what's the point? But, I mean, John Wall has been playing pretty well this season and I would he, rather have a small that's unhealthy than a big that's unhealthy because it seems true. like big men it just takes so Recovery. much more for them to come back and like yep. especially in a Blake Griffin situation that yeah. he lost his ability to jump while he was in Detroit obviously he can jump now that he's back in Brooklyn <laughs> yeah, he's so, got new knees yeah so to my homie Chris Bass you were right I was wrong <laughs> John, John I, I, I'm all, I always admit when I'm wrong you were right John Wall um yeah He's back. That's big of you, Corey, to admit when you're wrong like that. That is. I appreciate that, Corey. Uh, and then last news, some local news here. Michigan High School basketball is back with the state playoffs. But some teams are dropping out, and this is super sad to see. West Bloomfield High School being one of them because really contact tracing and COVID. Oh, man. Because mm-hmm. they were supposed to play, I think, today or tomorrow. Today, right? At Bloomfield Hills High School because yes. they're in St. Mary's District. Yep, yep. And I, they're, they're looking real good on the year. and That's just part of what we're dealing with right now. Damn, man. That's tough. So uh, shout out to all the high school kids and getting ready to gear up and play for the state tournament. We're going to cover it as much as we can and follow some of our local teams here. But, yeah, West Bloomfield, first one to be out, man. That's mm-hmm. tough. That is. is tough. 
And they're making it very tough for these kids. And, like, they got to do the tracing and the testing almost every day now for high school. Mm. Like, that's part of the initiative of why they were able to go back and play. And it's just... We're going to see. Hopefully they can get through at least the basketball tournament because that would be two years of not letting these kids compete for state titles. And that's just that. So think of a senior. Like you look at a guy like Luca Garza crying Mm -hmm. over his high school or over his college career. And that's literally what you're stealing from these high school kids by not letting them play. But I also understand that you've got to have the proper protocols in place in order for this to be a safe thing for them to play. So, Everybody's got to kind of dance together on this. Well, you look at a senior right now, the last state tournament they've been a part of was sophomore year. Yep. And unless you were a star, you weren't on varsity. No, I mean, you know, I always talk about St. Mary's, but you go back to a kid like Julian Roper who plays Mm -hmm. for St. Mary's. He's up for Mr. Basketball this year. Uh, Last year, he was like, you know, it was like Batman and Robin. They had a kid named Bowman who ended up going to Wisconsin and playing. Kicker, huh? Uh, No, no, no. You're thinking of uh, Tommy Dolan. Oh, Dolan. Yeah, you're thinking of Tommy Dolan. No, Uh, Bowman went to Wisconsin to play, but, you know, those two were like the dynamic duo last year, and they never really got the chance to compete together to win the championship. And this year it was Julian's team. He's taken over, and the whole team has just been amazing to watch. I think they're ranked, like, what, 13 in the country right now? Like, just an amazing team to watch. But like you said, if he doesn't get a chance to compete for this, his whole high school career wiped out. And the one thing I don't like about all of this is the people who have never played any sports or have had their moments, they're like, oh, it's going to be okay. Um, you, you, should worry, you should be more concerned about being safe. Yeah, you want to be safe, but also, too, you've lived your life. You've had your memories. Why, why get on these kids? Because they want to have, have those same memories, too. I mean, look at us on this panel. Like uh, Our biggest achievements, are the highest sport we ever played was high school. <laughs> it was. It really is, you know? And... Like, that's something that we hold on to, even though Joey wasn't a huge starter and we joke about him playing on the bench. I never started. <laughs> yeah, being a part of that team, though, was I was part I was of right you, there with and you, it's a great memory, yeah. right? I, I wasn't a big starter. I was on the bench, too, a lot, and I still enjoy every minute of it. Corey, you talked about... Left bench. Yeah, left LB. bench. <laughs> so it's not like we're supreme athletes up here, but we go back to those high school experiences, and it's one thing we talk about the elite guys that are getting this taken from them because, you know, like Julian's going to go on to Northwestern next year and play basketball he'll have more basketball in his life kids like us that's it imagine never being able to play sports after your sophomore year i wouldn't have, i would like i said like you just said i wasn't a big sports guy i was i mean i wasn't the greatest athlete but some of my greatest memories were traveling to games right. jokes in the locker room right. being on the when i was on the sidelines i'm learning to learning the game from the coaches and they're pointing out stuff to me so i can get my iq up it's you those moments are getting ro- taken from them so to just it's, it's it's a sucky situation all around yep but to just get on these kids for not being able to have those memories damn well hopefully we can make it through the basketball tournament and then once spring sports start and they're you know they're mostly outdoors hopefully yeah. we don't run into this you know baseball pretty Probably the most COVID-friendly of all sports. It's already socially distant. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> literally are 60 feet away from people. You know, the pitcher's you know, 60 feet. The batter's 90 feet from first base. Like, you don't normally touch the ball a lot with the, like, baseball should be the most COVID-friendly sport. 
So hopefully yeah. we can get through that. Um, and we got to give a shout out to our people at Enjoy Levels. It's Enjoy Levels on Instagram. Make sure you go over and shoot them a foul, uh, a foul, a foul. Uh, shoot, shoot a foul. <laughs> shoot a foul. <laughs> shoot a foul shot with them right now. No, uh, give them a foul. Why can I say? <laughs> why can I say follow? Follow. Give them a follow. <laughs> there we go. Fish over there shooting shots, too. Uh, it's at Enjoy Levels. It's a premium cannabis dispensary that is coming to Ferndale soon. Nine Mile in Hilton. Cannot wait for this place to open. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, somebody was saved by a beer yesterday. Did you guys see this? Legend. Absolutely amazing. We'll talk about it next on the Woodward Sports Network. I'm looking to bring out another HVAC tech right now. We are recruiting five to 10 techs a month. We're looking to grow and expand. Every new tech we hire is from Northwestern Tech. The hands-on training is fantastic. They're always my first call. We love hiring Northwestern Tech grads. They come out trained and ready to work. Our program is only 10 and a half months and our next classes are starting soon. So why wait? I'm looking to hire. I'm looking to hire. Hire a graduate of Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Morning Woodward show right here on the Woodward Sports Network. My name is Stick. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for waking up with us this morning. They should support us on social media, though, shouldn't they? <laughs> Why? Our, our, our people should support us, and they should go. Damn, what do they do on our social media page? What do you mean? What do they got to click? Oh on? my God, follow. <laughs> I can say follow, Joey. No, I'm saying I'm an idiot because I, I scooted my chair over, but I scooted it the wrong way. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I meant to go this way, but I went this way. So I tried to do that during the commercial break. Um, thank we'll goodness it. these chairs have wheels, Stick. Yeah, thank goodness, Fish. They do not have wheels. They do not have wheels. <laughs> um, so I love this. I love baseball. You guys know that. I'm probably the biggest baseball fan we got here. Um and in the stands, you got to pay attention, right? Especially during baseball. Sometimes foul balls are hit. And yesterday, during a game, a foul ball was hit, but it was saved by a beer. And watch what? this video. Saved by a beer. You see him when he hit that ball, he's looking like, oh, shoot. Huh? Everybody's checking on him. Clap, standing ovation. Hell yeah, man. He saved a life with that beer. Standing ovation. But watch this. Look at how much it's oh. spraying everywhere. <laughs> wow. It's like a sprinkler. So what did he do? He put the beer in front of her? Um, Honestly, it doesn't even, like, when you look at the stills, because we have some stills of this. Is he saying, this, put your mask on? No. He's <laughs> saying, you all right? You all right? You all right? So there he is. He got a bat. He got a signed bat. And look at the, look at the can. Look how crushed that can is. <laughs> wow. Isn't that hilarious? So, so what happened? He, the beer, he, he put the beer cup in front of him or in front of her? So if you look at the still pictures, the chick isn't even looking. Like she's on her phone, and you can see her eyes get real big at the last moment. But I don't think he was planning on it. I just think it was a random coincidence to where this hit the beer, and yeah. it just blew up all over the place. He's a legend, though. He is a legend. <laughs> he say he saved this woman's life right there with the beer can. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that beer probably all got all in his eyes and everything. Oh, there's some great still shots. Do you have those stills, Alex, oh, that I man. sent you to? Because there's some great ones. The photographer who was there was right on it, and you could just see it, it became like a sprinkler for that entire section right there. And have you guys ever been to a game where a foul ball has been hit close to you at no. all? No. That's why, honestly, I'm at the point where I would be that girl on my phone because I get no luck. No matter where I sit, the ball never comes my way. Corey? 
not um not a baseball, but I've been hit by a ball in the game. You've been hit by a ball? Yes, I have. Um, I think I told you that story at the um in um at the Peach Bowl in 2018. I was doing photography and I was in the end zone and I see a few see people looking at me and I'm like, what's going? on? I get oh, hit on top oh. of my head with the football on you the You did kickoff. not tell me that story. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Oh, yeah, during the kick during the kickoff. Oh, you did? You, yeah. You were hoping to find it on film, yeah, right? Yeah, I can't find it. Got, I got to find it, but I was taking photos in the end zone, and no, on the kickoff, the ball hit me on the, on the crown of my head. Dude, you would have been the biggest legend. You just drop that camera one hand and then just catch the ball with the other hand. That's what you love. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you've seen it with the guy holding the baby and then catches like the catches the ball in his beard uh-huh. and stuff like that. Should have should have passed out, but then I would have been on the not top ten of sports. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I I've been to numerous games and I've never had a foul ball hit close to me. Nowhere near you? Nowhere near me. You're probably the kid that used to always go with this mitt ready to catch him. I was man and, <laughs> and like I'm I'm still I still get mad and now I'm at the age where if a kid's next to me and I catch a foul ball, I gotta give this little bastard the ball <laughs> when I don't want to because I've never caught one in my forty years going you would to a do game. It? Huh? You would do it? Of course I'd give the kid the ball. I'm all about the kids, but if a ball comes my way, he's not getting that ball. I'm sorry. I guess it depends man. on who hit the ball. <laughs> man. Yes. Y- y'all seen that Michael Jordan meme, man? F them kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at him and be like, listen, it took me years to earn this. You got to come to more games and Here's get what yours. you do. Tough you break, bring buddy. a baseball with you to every single game. You catch that ball. Bam. Swap it out. Here you go, buddy. Hey, you Legend. know what got, You know a kid did that. To, I know y'all seen girl, that video. Right? Yeah. He caught the foul ball. And then he caught the ball, and then he turned over to the girl and gave her the other ball that he had. Yeah, you've never seen that <laughs> no, video. That's, that, a lead, that's, oh, that's the most yeah. player move ever. Yeah, that kid was that kid was balling. He got and laid like, that night. Yeah, see, here's here's the stills. Look at. So there he is. Look at the ball. The, like whoever took this picture, uh, like that's such perfect How timing. How you get that? But the chick on her phone, it, like she's like, oh shit. <laughs> And then go to the next one, Alex. Boom! Oh, that's look a at that. sick picture. Isn't that amazing? That's an amazing... Look at the girls next to him. <laughs> They're going to get... You know what? You, as a photographer, you live for those shots. Oh. He, you, you, you can't... You, you don't... You live for those shots. Just to have that in your archive. Yeah. Well, he killed that one, yeah. man. Like, especially with the one where the ball is, like, right just there. touching the can, but it hasn't exploded yet. 
You don't know. You do. You do not know how hard it is to get those shots. That was that was a great job. Yeah, good job by that photographer. But I, whenever I see that kind of stuff, I love to talk about it and just beers exploding like baseball's back, baby. <laughs> what would you do? Just say a ball's coming your way. What are you doing? Because I know you always got the the baseball hats on. Yep. Like what? It, like first instinct. What are you doing to block it or catch it? Straight with the hands. With the hands, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm a grown oh, man. man. I don't I'm wear not. I don't wear jerseys of other men, and I don't wear my glove to a baseball Come game. Come on, don't give me that. I don't, man. I, What's wrong with bringing I see a mitt? Grown ass men walking around with their mitts at baseball games. It's like, guys, catch the ball. Yeah, but he's sitting right next to you, and he catches that ball. Then how are you feeling? Fine. Jealous pissed as that, hell. Pissed that I didn't catch you the ball. See? <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen so many dudes with their gloves still miss the ball. You're not catch. I know, but you're not catching it with your bare hands if that ball comes at you. Damn right you are. For real, how hard is that? I've never tried catching a like ball that, like that. Well, that foul ball, that, you know, that's probably about 110 miles an hour coming at you. I'm ducking. I'm not even going for that one. Yeah. I'm not trying to die. I don't know. I, you, you didn't play baseball, though, right? I played a little, little, like, at the park with my boys. Yeah, see, I played baseball until I was, like, 24, 25, and I was a catcher. So I'm used to that shit. Just balls coming flying, in your face? Yeah, just used it. to balls flying at me out of nowhere. <laughs> and I catch them. <laughs> Joey's slick for how he played that with me. <laughs> uh, Steve said, I was two rows behind the kid who caught one of Mark McGuire's 68 home run balls at Three River Stadium. That was uh, an only at bat I didn't put my glove on. Ooh. Oh, that, okay, that hurts. Yes. That hurts. Uh, Jenna said, I got hit with a foul ball at my brother's practice when I was a kid. Black eye, not long after I lost my front tooth. Arm in a cast after falling off a bike. So, yeah, lot, lots of stuff going on with Jenna. But, I mean, listen, even if that tooth falls out, like, you could always say how it happened. Right. You know, it happened when I was playing in the professionals. It was one of the worst baseball injuries I ever saw um, was when I was in Little League, and a kid was in the on-deck circle warming up, just taking his practice swings. Another kid walks out of the dugout not paying attention. Boom, takes a f- right to the nose. Nose explodes Ooh. all over, just bleeding everywhere. Ooh. Uh, one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. Like One of my biggest fears in life is I've never played hockey in my life. And Friday, I'm actually playing some picket, uh, drop in or whatever they call. It. I don't even know what it's called. Where you go and you just play with with the people, right? Pick up, pick up hockey. And he's like, "Yeah, I got a helmet you could borrow." And I'm at his house yesterday. He shows me this helmet, and it's just one of them straight with nothing up here. And I'm like, "Hell no!" He got the little Is it roller hockey his. or ice hockey. Ice. You're gonna play ice hockey? Yeah. Yeah. Do you even skate? No, I, I go get, I go campus Marcia's ice rink and I skate, take pictures for the Instagram, but that's it. <laughs> Where are you playing at? Full cage. I don't know yet. Oh my god, we gotta go. Can we live stream this? Yeah, why not? I always say, oh, I'm pretty athletic. I'll be all right at this. Hockey's a different level, man. When when are you going? Friday. Okay. Friday. Yeah, we got. I'm scared. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm excited. You gotta document (laughs) this, man. I need to see Joey on the ice. Uh, Well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Adam is here with his bets of the day. We're going to go over the best games that you can bet on today, and we'll do it next on the Woodward Sports Network. Hey, it's Joey from Woodward Sports, and I am here in downtown Fan at Bridge Street Exchange. This place has so many amazing things for guys. And ladies, this is the hidden spot that you got to come check out. I'm talking thorough good boots, best boots ever. They have barware. They got the Stormy Cromer hats. They got Carhartt hats, a huge Carhartt selection. They even got Snoop Dogg underwear. So go check them out, bridgestreetexchange.com, and use the code word WSN for 15% off. 
Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Thank you to everybody checking in on our social medias and dropping comments. We appreciate you. We see them. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the Woodward Sports Network. Every morning around 8.50, our boy Adam comes on, our betting guru. And uh, he lets us know what are the best games to bet on this week. Yeah, man. Or I love, tonight, actually. I love that I get a round of applause from Fish <laughs> every yeah. single time. Just... Every time I just get a nice little, you know, professional clap. Fish is the best hype man you could ever oh, yeah. wish for. Oh, yeah. 100%. So who you got tonight, Adam? What's Ooh, going on? Uh, well, I'll let Fish answer the first one. Fish, Red Wings play tonight. What am I doing? <sighs> You're going to Predators. That's right, baby. <laughs> I'm going to take the Predators straight up tonight to beat the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, you can't go wrong betting against the Detroit Red Wings or the Pistons right now. I mean, it's you're really at like a 65-70% win rate betting against them. So I'm going to take that all day. Uh, the next hockey game, Stick knows I love this number, over 5.5. Guys, I'm going to keep saying it all freaking season. Anytime you see the over at 5.5, especially, especially when the line is plus... And it's not like a minus 110, which is typically what it's at. It's at plus 105, which means you can make more money. Dude, this is the Tampa Bay Lightnings and the Dallas Stars. One of the Both are like the best scoring teams in the NHL right now. I don't know how this is even a thing, but I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to take it. That's, <laughs> that's free money. The next game is the Nuggets versus the Magic. The Nuggets haven't, have not scored 100 points. The last time they haven't scored 100 points was February 16th. Like... 217 is such a low number. That is the, a low number, too. The scary thing is the Magic, though. They're a very inconsistent team. Uh, actually, the last time the Pistons played them back-to-back, you saw that they scored like 123 one night, and then we beat them the following night. They only scored 86. So they're one of those teams that just maybe they don't put up points, but odds are I think it gets over 217. I'm feeling really confident about that. And then the Washington Wizards. I actually hate this team. <laughs> I love betting against them, but it just makes so much sense. Washington away, Bradley Beal. Russell Westbrook visiting a very stingy New York Knicks team. I actually like this game. I think the Wizards are going to win. I'm going to take them straight up at a plus uh, plus 120 odds. I really like that. Super friendly. And the last game of the night, the LeBronless Lakers take on Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans. I love, love, love this spread. They're only giving them six points. It should be more. I love it. I'm taking the Pelicans to cover the spread. Uh, and, and that's really it. If you if you want to throw some you know chump change on the side, fifteen bucks takes you a long way. Uh, we weren't three and two last night. I was pretty disappointed in uh, in Ohio. Uh, there were no upsets in the tournament last night. It was very disappointing, but it's all good. We move on. We're here to tech today, and uh, fifteen bucks gets you three hundred and eighty-five dollars on a parlay. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting betting on the Lakers right now because you see the Pelicans are six-point favorites in that game. And had LeBron been healthy, obviously the Lakers are the favorites. Might so, be a pick em, actually. Yeah, so how are, how are you adjusting to that with the Lakers? I mean, obviously you're taking the Pelicans tonight. Do you, do you feel the Lakers fell that far off without well, yeah, LeBron the, and AD? Well, they don't have AD, and they haven't had him for most of the season. So you've been betting on the Lakers really just because of LeBron's value. And now with him out, the Pelicans, even on straight up on the money line, if you're not comfortable betting the spread, they're only like a minus 190, minus 210 favorite. You can still make significant money off of that. It's, it's a very comfortable pick. I don't see a Dennis Schroeder-led team with Kyle Kuzma beating a fully health, uh, a full healthy roster. What about roster. if they have Andre Drummond? No. <laughs> it gives him a shot. No, I'm not going to say it's a big difference, but it gives him a better Andre shot. Andre Drummond's I mean, a bum, guys. Come he on. is. He is. But we saw, we saw him play one time without LeBron against the Suns the other night, and they lost by almost 20. So it's like 
This team, this team's a little scary without LeBron. Any team would be scary, would be horrible, without horrendous star, without yeah. their star player. For I mean, sure. look at the Rockets. They just lost 20 straight games without Houston, uh, without James Harden. So They're back, happens. though. CP3 doing 360 layups. Well, this is the NBA. And John if your Wall. star player's out. I mean, John Wall. Yeah. If your star player's out in the NBA, odds are you're <laughs> losing most of your games. Yep. But, yeah, I'll, I'll recap them for you guys. I love, 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 love betting against Detroit teams right now. Just because I'm a fan doesn't mean... I'm not a fan of my wallet. Doesn't I mean gotta, I can't make money off I gotta these take guys care when of, they're down. I, I yeah. got to take care of my wallet. So I'm going to start with the Nashville Predators to beat the Red Wings straight up. Uh, they're actually, the over-under on that game is five and a half as well. So uh, I w I'm actually going to put 20 bucks on Nashville to win straight up and an, an additional 20 on the over-under, which I'll take the over, obviously, at five and a half goals. I love the number. And speaking of the number, Tampa Bay and Dallas play tonight. The over-under is at five and a half. I love this number this year in the NHL. It's such an achievable number. I love it, especially at the odds. It's plus 105. I'm going to make hella money off of this one. I can't wait for this. Uh, the next game, obviously, the Nuggets and the Magic. Over set 217. I think it's doable. I think the Nuggets, Nuggets need to kind of get back into that early season form that they were on where they were just dominating. Jokic looked like an MVP. Uh, that they got to pick it up. I think they will. I think they cover. Uh, not they cover. I'm sorry. They, uh, they go well over the 217 mark with the Magic. The Wizards to beat the Knicks. Knicks, Knicks are an interesting team. Very stingy on defense. But I think the Wizards pull this out. They have a much better backcourt. And then, of course, the Pelicans to cover against the LeBron-less and AD-less Lakers. I like it. And then, like you said, you know, if you want a little parlay action on this, this isn't a very steep parlay either. But it's, you know, $15 gets you 385 But we always suggest you bet the games individually because that's how you make some money. Mm -hmm. yeah, and like, that's that's why we're here. Yeah, like yesterday. Yeah, you listened to the picks. Uh, we went 3-2 and two last night. But if you put the money on like I did with Michigan, I put $65 on Michigan. And that paid out handsomely. That was nice. I'm glad you bet on Michigan because uh, I had a feeling that you were going to lean towards LSU yesterday. You know, uh, I haven't given you much on my bracket, but I did have LSU. Uh, I'm sorry, not LSU. I had Illinois out in the second round. Wow. And when I found out Stick had them going to the final, like before the tournament even started, you like switched? broke my heart. No, oh, no, it broke my heart. Like, I didn't switch. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I knew what the hell was going on. Um, it broke my heart. And then I had Ohio State losing in the second round, but the motherfuckers lost in the first round. So, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, and we're talking about our brackets right now. We still got our bracket challenge going on. You know, people are competing for first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Like, mm -hmm. we're giving away TVs, we're giving away PS5s, and then, of course, last place is the toilet. It's looking like I may win that damn toilet. Uh, but number one right now, my mom fell out of the top two, Joey. Aww. I can't even find her on the top list. But uh, we're looking Lucky Tyler888 is sitting number one right now with a score of 45, a potential score of 98. So they're looking really good. You got Jacob Orida. I think that's how you Jacob Roida. Jacob Roida. Rita. He, Rita. Roida. Broida. <laughs> Either way, he's sitting at number two. And then you got Tony328 sitting at number three. Derf, D E R F, at number four. And then LA3189 sitting at number five. So if you are any of those people, congratulations. Right now, you are in the running. And you would, if you hold those spots, you are going to get a pretty awesome prize for being and, a part of our bracket challenge. And a cool disclaimer uh, obviously, right now, we're only uh, we're nearing the Sweet 16, so there's yep. still a lot of tournament play yep. left. So that'll obviously change, but uh, you can see a lot a lot of ties like on the score number. Oh yeah. And when it gets to the last day, let's say, and there's like seven people in the top five, uh, tiebreaker will end up deciding who gets all the prizes. What do you think I'm ranked right now, guys? Oh, uh, 1300. <laughs> no, not that low. Stick. What am I at? 
what like 460 464 649 i know i know Damn, I am. You are trash. Uh, uh, yeah. 649? I'm no lucky Tyler888. That's for sure. You say 649? Yeah. That's what place Jeez, I'm in in our bracket channel. That's horrible, channel. man. I know. My mom was in two yesterday. Dude, How do you think I feel? All right? That's horrible. 649? <laughs> what are you? 1,178. <laughs> oh, I got to check mine now. Fuck you guys. That's the best part about this, too, is if you did end up filling out a bracket, you could track it, and it'll let you know how many points you can potentially get. Oh. And, and that's, what are you? 327. 327? Not bad. He was number one over the weekend, though. I yeah, was, I was number one. Rounds. And then uh, COVID. What are you? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're fifth? What eight. are you, Alex? Eight. You're eight? Alex eight. is eight? Yeah. Which, one, which one are you, Alex? Uh, it's probably got a porn star username. No. Detroit uh, Reese? No, West Half? 32. West 32? Yeah. West 32. That ain't you. Yeah. Oh, shit. That is <laughs> nice. him. 43. Good job, Alex. Ooh. Good man. So, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll be keeping you updated on our brackets. Who's winning? Who's losing? Like we said, the top five people are going to get a prize. Last place is going to get a prize. And, and top ten, right? Gets a pizza party, right? Yep. We're personally delivering them from Papa Romano's. We're going to go pick up the pizza, whatever you want, and deliver it to you the night of the championship game for you to have a nice little pizza party. That's awesome. Oh, my mom is sitting at eight right now. Okay. That's, That's good. Bad. That's not bad. Joey, uh, what would you rather do, take a puck to the face or a baseball? I just do. Uh, well, you guys are talking about. Question. Well, you guys are talking about weird injuries uh, playing do, the sport. So I would do okay. baseball because I don't know why. I've always had a fear of that puck because I, I get scared when people don't wear cage masks. I'm looking at them like, you got some balls, dude. Yeah, because there's no pucks. protection in baseball there's, unless you're the your catcher. Glove. Your glove. Unless you're the catcher. Yeah, you get a helmet when you're batting. Right. So there's that. And if you're John Olerud, you get to wear a helmet in the field. Yeah, when but I, it ain't no helmet that fully no, covers. No, no. When I was playing in uh, in Little League, my. Uh, <laughs> My first at bat, I got hit right in the back, square in the back, and then obviously I was a pitcher. So, you hit the kid? <laughs> no. Aww. I get a line drive right back at me, and Aww. it hits me again, all in one inning. So oh. when I was batting, I got hit. I went to the mound to pitch the bottom of the half. I got hit again. That's when you know baseball ain't meant for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you when, as a catcher how many times reaching for the ball and someone swing Ooh. and hit the back of your hand. Like I can't tell you how many times I've messed up this wrist. Mm. Um, yeah, sports injuries are fun. That's a that's a, that's a, a violent sport Baseball? without you realizing it. Yeah, it can be. That's yeah. why I liked catcher because it just made it a more physical sport. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you put me in the outfield, I'm bored as hell. But we got softball coming up. Action. Adam and I are going to be on the same. Hey, you guys, do you guys team. go? Do you guys go hard in the softball league? Well, this um, is the first year Adam's going to play in this competitive league with me. I feel like Adam's I've, the same way I am, where it's like no matter what it is, he's giving it his all, going off. I At mean, yeah, you could you could tell. Adam is a very talented athlete, but he gets in his fucking head and goes out of control. Like when we were playing kickball. Dude, I... When we were playing kickball. <laughs> yeah, we were playing in a co-ed kickball league, right? 
and Adam has a gun, okay? Like, Adam Adam can throw the... Oh, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no, no. I wasn't looking at you. But Adam <laughs> thinks his arm is capable of things that aren't humanly possible. So, you know, in kickball, how you can throw the ball at the kid to get him out? Yeah. Adam would be chasing the kids around the fucking diamond, <laughs> trying to nail them with the ball every time. These kids are getting home runs because Adam thinks Dude. he's being super aggressive, saving oh the team, God. doing the right thing. Oh but he's God. just playing so far out of his mind Dude. that we're like, Adam, I played slow down. That's Joey, okay. Joey. Give him the extra base. Joey, I played third base, which is like the most frustrating position to play in kickball because the ball's like freaking seven times the size of your head, right? Heck yeah. So like to throw it, you have to like super wind up. So and there's like no different. control really. It's like you're really just like directional throwing. So from third to first base, yeah. it's probably hard as heck. No, but listen to this shit. So like instead of throwing sometimes, Adam decides if it's a kick to me, I'm a good enough athlete where I'm going to kick the ball no. back to first base. It worked a couple times. It oh did. my goodness. But the it other did. times it went way over no, his head. No, Joey, one time I kicked it, it hit a girl right in the head and yeah. she like <laughs> fell over is it at first a home base. Run? What do you get? What is it called? Yeah, it's a home, it's run. A home run. But yeah, Adam's great. It's just sometimes he goes so hard and gets so out of control that it makes him an awful player. <laughs> but hey, I appreciate the effort though. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, but I'm looking forward like that was different. That was yeah. a co-ed kickball league. This is that a was more for fun. This is a competitive yeah. softball league, yeah. so I'm I'm going to see, you know, I want to see a different Adam out there, but oh, yeah. your athleticism's unmatched. Kid's got a rocket, kid can hit the ball. Not worried about that. It's when the <laughs> pressure's on and he's got to make a play. Adam is just using his gun and throwing it as hard as he can at something. Oh my goodness. You guys want to hear a funny one more story? No, I, like, I like these stories. Go so, ahead. So, <laughs> uh, uh, freshman year, I was on the varsity baseball team. <laughs> and uh, I got to, my debut was like, I was having like a great debut. I was like two for three. Uh, I had struck out like seven people. Like everything was going great. And, uh, you know, I get, I get a ball hit right at me, hits my glove, falls on. Like, it's the easiest out in the world, you know? Like, there's no way I can fuck this throw up. You know, I'm about to like shut out for six innings. Everything's great. Uh, there's two outs. The guy's going to score. No problem. Like, it doesn't matter because I'm about to throw this guy out at first. Keep in mind, I'm at the freaking diamond. Like, there's no way I can't make a throw to first base. And I sail that fucking ball <laughs> over the fence. And they score two runs because there was a guy on second and third. And that game was like a super close game. Uh, we ended up winning 3-2. We got lucky, but... Uh, yeah, Art, Art has a comment here. This yeah. is why you ended up third place in our punching contest, too. Yeah. Like, Adam was trying to punch so hard, he kept missing it and only hitting it with, like, maybe the knuckle I'll tell you the why, pinky. though. When I'm, like, he loose... sliding off. When Those I'm like, things are about form. Well, they yeah, really but, like, when I'm, like, having a good time, it's hard boy. for me to take shit serious and have Your a good boy. time at this. Uh, like, it's hard to balance both. Right. And that's when I, like, suck completely. But if I'm, like, just super laser focused, no, nah, no. Nah. It's game so, over. So, yeah, we got our softball. Uh, that starts next month. Mm -hmm. You know what wait. else is soft? What? Crumble cookie? These cookies! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Crumble Cookies real quick. I mean, this is a place that you just got to go treat yourself. The weather is so beautiful, and there's nothing better than just going to Crumble Cookies. You might have to wait a little bit because it's a brand new business, and everybody in Metro Detroit is trying to support them, which I love so much because these cookies are that damn good. Right off of Rochester Road in Rochester Hills, next to the Imagine Theaters. Go check out Crumble Cookies and tell them Woodward Sports sent you because they'll put a little bit of extra love in that cookie. Ah, uh, you gotta love that. Yes. And uh, we're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, the NFL says this year's draft will be back to normal no matter what. Kind of happy, kind of sad. We'll talk about that next on Woodward Sports. Oh, I love you, You're my favorite. 
Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show on the Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. My name is Stick, and the NFL draft last year it was a little bit different. Uh, everybody was doing it remotely. Uh, we got to see some cool things, um, you know, houses. We got to see inside a little bit of the owners of all these NFL teams and where they're doing their drafts from. And it was quite the array. But this year, the NFL says that they will be back to normal in Cleveland. And it's pretty much, it sounds like they're just mandating it. Like, that's just exactly what's going to happen. How do you guys feel about the NFL draft coming back to Cleveland live this year? I love it. That's one of the great things to be able to see is the guys walk up there, shake Roger Goodell's hand, get their cap or jersey. And just that moment, you don't want to, again, we just talked about moments. You don't want that moment of hearing your name called after all that they've went through. That that's something that sticks with them. Granted, it's still great to be drafted and have the digital draft, but just walking up there and having to shake the commissioner's hand, that's that's something you 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 dream about. So I'm glad to see that come back. And this year I feel like is a little bit different. I don't know why I feel like this year might be one of my favorite drafts ever, because all of these quarterbacks, you don't really know what to expect. Right. So it's like you know Trevor Lawrence is gonna be that number one pick. I'm still putting my money against that just because why not? But <laughs> you know that. All these other picks, it could be Zach Wilson. It could be Justin Fields. Like, you have no clue who that second pick could be. And this year, I'm just really excited because I feel like last year missing that, I can't feel two years in a row with them missing this draft. It was cool seeing it from home and, you know, them being with the entire family. That was really cool, but I want to, I want it back to normal. Right. Fish, what you got to say? Are we sure they're going to be able to shake their hand? Um, I don't know. That's what the NFL said, though. Like, they want, it, they want this to operate like normal is what they're going for. Okay. Because I'm worried we're going to get, like, air, air high five or air <laughs> hog or something. They get up there, give and it's the going to be super elbow. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's not the handshake, that's fine. But still, seeing these kids there with their families and hugging it out and celebrating and walking up on stage, getting their jersey, putting that cap on, it's such a great moment. But I will tell you this. I will miss looking at some of the owners and some of the coaches' houses, like, you know, Cliff Kingsbury. To me, that was the highlight of last year. Look at that war room right there. Man. Like, Cliff what is Kingsbury that, a football is a field out there? absolute boss. I don't know, man, but that is a sweet house. Hold him practice at his crib. <laughs> and look at, look at his computer screen. It looks like it's... I don't know what's on that. <laughs> Look, yeah, it looks know. like it's got a bug or something, but I think that's just probably their draft sheet and their war rooms. Yeah, it's something weird. Dude's got three cell phones, a computer, and, or three computers with him. No socks, just looking like a boss in his house. So I love seeing that. And then Jerry Jones. I mean, Jerry Jones did his draft off this boy last year. Not bad. $250 million <laughs> yacht. It's a little... It's all right. What's crazy right. to think is that is chump change to this man. Right. Chump he, change. 250. Jerry, Jerry Jones wipe his ass with 250. <laughs> $250. And then, and then we look at Corey on Zoom out here in our studio. <laughs> I'm like trying to get the lighting right, trying to get this right. <laughs> now Corey looks clean though on these Zooms. I wonder if that's Jerry Jones standing on the very back of the boat right there. It was just one man oh, standing alone. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it looks like he's got the same suit on and everything. But that was awesome to see that. And then, to me, this stole the show. Well, two things stole the show, but Bill Belichick, when they oh, cut to him wow. and his dog was there sitting at the computer, that was one of my favorite things of the draft last year. Dude, we got to get Corey on his next Zoom in, like, one of our friends that got a mansion's house. Just 
Corey with all of that in the background, like that'd be the dopest thing ever. Let's do it. <laughs> Would you? Are you going to go to the draft and cover it? Okay, it's funny you mention that. I was literally looking to see if the application dropped on the on the NFL communication site. Hasn't dropped yet, so I'm going to go ahead and shoot an email to see if they're going to allow media to. I know they're allowing select media to come, so hopefully I can just you know we can we can make some calls and get some favors to kind of slide what we're sports up in there because i've been to a draft and i don't think they're gonna have it like the one i went to because we're still going through the whole COVID protocols but the nfl draft is an experience i'm like it is really like nothing else i've ever been to well you are a part of the american writers association of football writers right pro football writers of america Pro football writers of america hopefully that means something it does man this is it's football man you should be covering it you're part of you're part of the professional culture so we need to get you out there maybe we send you with fish fish would you want to go to the draft sure i'll go you'll go yeah have you ever been to a draft no uh do you want to go to a draft (laughs) If the opportunity comes, I'll go, yeah. Love how excited you are for yeah. this opportunity, <laughs> right. Fish. Fish, come on. It's the NFL draft, man. Get pumped. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm, a, and I'm a chill guy, and, and I get pumped for the draft. Let's try it again. Fish, do you want to go to the draft? Yes! There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so we you don't want to see my reaction if you ever ask me that. Do you want to go to the draft, Joey? Sure, if you want me to. <laughs> you know what I do like? You know what I, I want them to continue to do? Because I don't know if they – was it always the draft was always at one spot? Because I know they started rotating it lately, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they Because yeah, I, I, I know I went to the draft when it was in uh, – New York? In, in, no, Tennessee. Okay. Oh, that was a fun draft, Yeah, man. that's when we got Hawkinson. And that's it, when Pat McAfee became Pat McAfee. That draft was – that draft was crazy. Just everything they had going on – NFL does it. NFL does it big for draft. They they literally took over that whole down. Isn't it Beale Street? What's up? Yeah, it was. They they took over Beale Street for sure. But yep. that whole area they they took it over. I just remember my friend um, Sheena. She got a video of me crying literally huh. when they drafted T.J. Hawkinson. And you know what? I'm glad to be wrong about that. Oh, you were crying mad. <laughs> oh, because because I mean you got to think at that time I had PTSD. Brandon Pettigrew, Eric Ebron. I'm like, what the f are we doing getting Hawkinson? I was, I literally was like, yeah. Now I'm. It, it's great when you have those feelings and it surprises you too. Yeah. Like, because so many times it's been like, why did we draft this guy? And then you, you find out exactly why they drafted the guy, and it's like, god damn it, I was right, and the whole professional organization got it <laughs> wrong. But with Hawkinson, man, that's been a home run pick for Hell sure, yeah. for sure. Um, and now they're talking about maybe taking another tight end in Kyle Pitts this year. Did you see that, Forty? I'm going to be honest with you. Kyle Pitts can – a lot of people like with Kyle Pitts, oh, my God, another tight end, another Eric Ebron. If you say that, you're not watching Kyle Pitts' film. Right. Now, he can be either a wide receiver or a tight end. The thing is, he's just at 6'6", 240. He is a matchup nightmare. He can run. He's an excellent route runner. His hands are incredible, and he is just physical as they come. I'm, I wrote an article about him also up on Wilbur Sports right now. Just check the guy out before you just look at the tight end and be like, oh, we shouldn't draft. They shouldn't draft him. 
they can they can easily move him to wide receiver and they'll be just fine if they don't go after like a Jamar Chase or somebody like that. And even if they want to run a two wide or two tight end set, I'm not I'm, really disappointed in that. We've me, seen that successful with the Eagles, um, you know, and we've seen obviously Kansas City. They don't use the two tight end yeah. set, but the way they use Kelsey is kind of how you can use Pitts. Like, there's a lot of options with this guy. And Scott Bischoff actually brought up a really good point. Like, you put Pitts on San Francisco with George Kittle, you're like, oh my God, they got weapons. You know, you put him on Kansas City, it's like, oh my God. Ah, they got weapons. So if you put them with a Hawkinson, why aren't we feeling the same way about it? Because people in Detroit just love to complain. <laughs> That's just it. It's <laughs> just we need so many other positions that we look at it and we're like, all right, we already got this, so we don't need any more. But you look at him yesterday running that 440, a 4-4-6 yep. at tight end. At 6-6. Six, six. Six in 240. It's like Calvin Johnson. Literally, a little bit taller than Calvin Johnson. So, I mean, I'm, they, I'm telling you, if they talking ourselves into this, aren't we, guys? <laughs> no, look, I don't think he make. I don't think he lasts that long. I think he's gone before seven. Really? I, yeah, I, I do. I just said if he falls to the Lions at seven, it's hard to pass up on that. I'm sorry, oh, man. I put out a tweet yesterday asking people who they would want to draft. It was, you know, Waddle, Chase, Pitts, or a quarterback. And Jamar Chase is who most Lions fans want right now. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why. I mean, I, no, I can take that back. I understand why, but there are – I would, I would, take, I would go to Pitts right before I go Jamar Chase if, we're, if they're going to pick somebody to catch the ball. Well, we're 37 days away from the NFL draft. 37 days away. I cannot wait for it. Um, and also got to give a shout-out to Grow Green at growgreenmi.com. Go there today. And if you stop by their store in Whitmore Lake or give them a call, always make sure you mention Woodward Sports because then they're going to hook you up with an awesome Grow Green T-shirt or some other swag that they got. And it's a beautiful store. They got everything that you could possibly need out there. And if you don't feel like going to the store, $50 flat rate shipping will get you anything that you need anywhere in the state. And don't forget, this Friday from 1 to 5 p.m., they are doing a clone exchange. So if you're a local grower and you want to get some new strands, in your garden you can bring a couple and trade them with people out at grow green some trusted growers will be there so make sure you go to growgreenmi.com today and mention woodward sports at your checkout let's take a quick break when we come back um a new lion apologizes to another new lion you guys hear about this i believe i know where you're going with this you should and we'll talk about it next on woodward sports It is Joey from Woodward Sports, and this is my new favorite spot where I like to spend my time because they have the best cookies I've ever had in my entire life, and you won't regret coming here and trying them. Located off of Rochester Road, right next to the Imagine Theaters in Rochester Hills, it's Crumble Cookies. Come try these delicious cookies. They even got their own app. They got curbside pickup. They got delivery. You won't regret it. Just come try for yourself. You'll thank me later. I promise.
Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show on Woodward Sports Network, Detroit's all-digital sports network. Thank you to everybody who's listening on the app right now. It is free and available for download um, at your Google or Apple Play store. So uh, thank you guys for all downloading the app and giving us those great reviews. It means so much to us. And, you know, just the app numbers keep growing. Everywhere keeps growing. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on Twitter. And, of course, Facebook. Uh, Drop some of those stars in the comments, please. We appreciate that. And so, Detroit Lions. We signed, obviously, Jared Goff. We brought him in. And when he left L.A. and they brought in Stafford, Brockers said that it's a level up when they brought in Stafford over Goff. Well, then, Brockers got traded here to Detroit, and him and Goff have come face-to-face, and I guess several times now Brockers has apologized. I want to read the exact quote for you. Because I'm happy this came out, because at first I was like, hmm, did he really mean this? I mean, you can't really say that he didn't mean it because he said what he said. Right. But the angle of what he said. And and you know what? I believe I said this. I kind of knew where he was coming from immediately once this broke out. It was like a, a morale booster, you know, just something something to say to, to make everybody feel good. Like, hey, we got this guy coming in. We have a real shot to do X, Y, and Z. And that's kind of what he pretty much alluded to yesterday during his uh, introductory press conference when asked about it. Yeah, so he said, after I seen it in the media and I seen how it was just blowing up, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, that's not what I meant at all. So definitely, like, right after I seen it was getting out of hand, I had to text him, like, I didn't want him to think that I didn't see it or I didn't care about his feelings because I know he reads that. Everybody, we don't say anything about it. Uh, We're definitely – he's so tough to read, man. But we definitely – we definitely read it, and I just want to come to him as a man and let him know that I have so much respect for him and just understanding that that wasn't a shot against him. I just was trying to pump up the Rams fan base because I was on the Rams team. And then Goff, and then Goff um, they, he spoke out about it as well. He said, uh, Brock is one of my good friends and a good teammate, and I get it. He apologized very quickly. I love Brock. Sometimes it happens, but that guy is my guy. I love Brock, and he reached out to me very quickly after that, and there's no ill will. We're all good. I mean, I don't like and I this. buy it, but I, don't I also like don't buy it. It's like one of those, yeah, I forgive you, but, you know, fuck you. That's exactly what it is. Like, you know what? All right, I get what you're saying, but you know what? I'm going to remember that. Right. So, so, when, so when it comes time, I'm going to be giving out these Christmas cards and Christmas gifts. Guess who's going to be off the list? <laughs> you, Michael yes. Brockers. And he even sent a text. He didn't even give him a phone call over this. That's the thing right there. If we're friends. I'm calling you. Yeah, you listen. Oh my god! Like, come on! Oh my god! Right, and and you meant it. Like, let's be honest. Like, you can you can say that's okay, but I did. To me, that's the reason why he said it. Listen, if I'm on the Rams and I get a new quarterback, I'm hyping that dude up to yep. the highest extent. Yeah, he's the greatest thing since Joe Montana. You know, he's the best quarterback besides Tom Brady. Like, yep. I'm I'm gassing him up as much as I can. It just so happens that it kind of bit him in the ass. Now he's in Detroit, and the guy he was gassing up is the guy we got rid of, and the guy he was kind of shoving down is now his quarterback. So Again. <laughs> I think Goff is man enough to oversee this or like to look past this, but at the same time, he ain't forgetting it. 
Hey, good, good, good thing they don't play on. Um, good thing that uh, Brockers isn't a wide receiver because guess oh, who wouldn't yeah. be getting no pass thrown <laughs> oh, his yeah. way? Yeah, he's lucky. <laughs> he is lucky on that end. Or he'd be getting passes, but it'd always be to get lit up by the safety. Yeah, just Ooh. leading him all the time. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Why did you get that? <laughs> hey, you should have leveled up and caught that. <laughs> <laughs> or you just look at him and say, "Oh my God, are you okay?" Yeah, right. You run over to him. Oh, here, help me. Let me level up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like just toasting them the whole time. But it's good to see that these guys, you know, are already being men about the situation, bringing it to the forefront. Like, yes, I said this. No, I didn't mean it. Golf can move on. We can all hug it out and be happy, right? Hopefully. It should be. That's It's 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 one of those, like I said, it's one of those things you don't forget, but it shouldn't be something to harp over. Right. <laughs> Man, if I meet either of them, first thing I'm talking about is this right here. For real? Heck yeah, especially Brock. That's what I want to go after See what he really meant out of this one. Because I'm not like, buying it. Or like after week eight when the Lions are sitting like two and six, if that, God forbid, that happens, uh, you're at a press conference and you ask Brockers, like, so do you think we need to level up at quarterback or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> you just keep pounding that stat over to him. I mean, you know those all athletes – I don't say all athletes, but a lot of athletes do say some stuff publicly. They say, oh, well, I didn't mean it like that. Then when you get to get some private, I mean, yeah, I did mean it like that. But, right. you know, I, there's one athlete, stick hard. I'm not going to say his name, but I had a personal conversation with him actually on my birthday, and Stick is going to love this. Uh-oh. I asked him, I'm like, man, so what do you th- what is y'all, what do y'all think about LeBron going to the uh, Miami Heat? Man, that was the weakest shit ever, man. F <laughs> I'll tell you who said it afterwards. Is no, he uh-huh. no, no, he, he played in the NBA. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Right. yeah, he played. He was an NBA athlete. Some juice. So it wasn't Ant. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So sometimes your foot gets put in your mouth. But I mean, what what the hell was he supposed to say when they got Stafford? Like, oh, well, golf is better. I'm kind of sad that we made this move. Like, no, you gotta hype up you, the new guy. You, got, so. you gotta you gotta hype up the new guy. You gotta build that boost the morale up of the fan base. Um. Let reassure them that everything is going to be okay, that, hey, this is the guy. And then also, too, you got to sell it. Again, they traded a quarterback who took them to a Super Bowl for a quarterback who's never won a playoff game. So you got to at least make it – I don't know what golf's – you know, what the fan base is like around golf out in L.A. We're here in Detroit, but – I'm assuming they didn't give a shit, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, first of all, it's L.A. Like, they don't care about football they, out there. Honestly, don't. They, you it's, know, it's they a, have two teams. One of them went deep into the playoffs, and they hardly ever sold out games. And they got a new beautiful stadium. Like, just from, from what I'm told, L.A. is just strictly Hollywood and Lakers. Like, it, and USC is their football team. Yeah. Fake-ass fake people out in L.A., that's it. <laughs> well, honestly, that, nobody's yeah. from L.A., first of all. Like, nah, everybody yeah. goes there to try to be a star, and then... They realize uh, they're not, then they leave, and then the next batch oh, that's comes Oh, one of in. my favorite things uh, <laughs> to see in Detroit, too. Like, I'm leaving Michigan. <laughs> Michigan's so bad. I'm going to L.A. to make myself a star. And then six it's, months... Six months later, moving back to Michigan. <laughs> These people are so shallow. It's like, no, you just suck. Yes. Like, and I always say that if your life sucks here in Michigan, it's probably going to suck in California because it has more to do with who you are than the situation that you're presented. Mm-hmm. I cannot I tell you how many times people went. I know people that moved from Detroit to Atlanta thinking that change of scenery was going to change their life. So it, sometimes it can if you're intentional, but just thinking that up and leaving Michigan is going to all of a sudden everything is going to fall into place, it doesn't work like that. No, no, it doesn't. If you're a trash human here, you're going to be a trash human 
Atlanta, because you're around Miami. more trash human beings. Right. Yeah, that, that's it. It's all the other trash human beings too. <laughs> all They're coming like, together. I could go make it somewhere else. What you got, fish? Uh, the Rams have, or the there hasn't been fans in the Rams' new stadium. Right. So we'll see if they uh, this year will be the first time fans will be in the new stadium. Previously, they in played the new at stadium, the Rose but Bowl. last year when they were there in LA before COVID, they still didn't pull any fans either. Yeah, but that was at the Rose Bowl, right? Where but, they have a hundred thousand people. Yeah, but still they couldn't get twenty thousand in that bitch. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I think they got a little more than twenty. <laughs> yeah, look up their average attendance from two years ago, Fish, and let me know because I'd, I'd like to find that out. Because every time I watch an LA football game, it just looks dead. Like people are at the beach; they don't care. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing about that's really great about being in Detroit. And I wish other athletes, because they don't look at us as like a destination that is really sexy. Mm-hmm. But Detroit, if you want like hardcore fans to root for you and you want to become a legend and an icon, this is the city you need to do it in. Because if you go play football in LA and you're the greatest of all time, nobody's going to care. Even in Miami, like nobody really cares about you. So, Detroit, I'm telling you, if you're a free agent, you're looking for a place to play. Detroit, baby. Yeah, you know what? Two sticks point. I looked it up real quick. Dead last in NFL attendance, the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, I only know what I see. <laughs> What's up, Fish? Well, you can definitely tell when they moved from St. Louis to L.A. because the numbers went from 52,000 average to 83,000. So the first year they moved was 83,000, 2016, that was the average attendance. 83,000? No way. That was in 2016, uh, but since then they've dropped. Lowest was 2017 of 63, and then uh, last two years have been uh, uh, 72,000. Of course, yeah. 2020 they had zero. They've, um, since, since moving to, since moving to um, being the L.A. Rams, they've either been dead last or 31st Damn. in attendance. Because nobody cares about you. And honestly, that's it. Like Stafford could be hyped to go to L.A., but you're in a spot where nobody gives a damn about you. And that's and it. That, and that's the, that's the craziest thing about it. Yeah, Stafford's going to have a chance to go out there and win. Let's just be real. He's going to be with a great franchise. But there, here, he was like, I hate to say it, he was like in, in, a, in, a, in a conversation of football, you could consider Stafford a god in, 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 in Detroit sports. Oh, he, in Detroit he's sports. an icon for sure. Yeah. Out in L.A.? he's going to be another guy. And when you look at those stats, too, about attendance, like, don't forget, L.A. is the number two market in the entire country. Outside of Manhattan, there are more people living in L.A. than anywhere else. So it should be easier to pull people, right? You know, Detroit's all the way down to, I think, 13 now in the nation. Like, when I first started in radio in uh, 2001, Detroit was the number seven market in the nation. Now we're all the way down to number 13 just because of the flight and the people leaving the city. But, like, when you're dead last and you're in the number two market, to me, that even, like, is worse than anything that you could ever point to because you still have all these people, but none of them want to come see you play. You have the second most amount of people in the country, and you're dead last. That should show that nobody gives a shit about you in L.A. Facts. Dropping facts. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, it is time for Joey's News. You like how I said that, Joey? Yes. Right. It's time. It's time. I mean, we're inside Green right now, and they have everything. I'm talking, you got your active air fans, you got your big lights over there, big pots, little pots, and Joey, what are you doing right now? Get some sun. That's yeah. not what those lights are for. 
feels nice. Go to Grow Green MI today to get all your growing needs and a tan. Good morning, everyone! Extra, extra, read all about it! Let's get into Joey's news! Let's go! Yes, another Big Ten team falls yesterday night. Number two, Iowa losing to number seven, Oregon, 95. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 5 to 80, and Luca Garza dropping 36 points. It kind of made me sad as we realized that this was the final game so of Luca in a Hawkeye Much jersey. Right there, brother. He'll exit one yeah, it's not like I ever had this love for Luca Garza, time. but you can just tell, man, this kid gave it his all every time, and Iowa just meant history. so much to him. And that's what you're going to see with him. He's going to go to the NBA, and he's going to be that one player that leaves it all on the court. That was a good hug. It was a great, great hug from Coach. Yeah, you got to love that, man. It is, and it, it's tough. I mean, it, it, it relates to all of us. I mean, we talk about our memories as high school athletes in your last high school game, let alone college. <laughs> and being the March greatest Madness. player at that college ever. Like, <laughs> right. that's, that's a little different level. Right. Um, well, I say that that's the second Big Ten team left in the tournament. There's one left, guys. One left. It's in our own state. It is our Michigan Wolverines luckily ending up with the W yesterday because that was scary because we uh, LSU goes on this 12-3 run and I was like, oh boy, this is going to be over for us. But nope, we ended up beating LSU, ending with a 16-3 Michigan run, which definitely helped Michigan go into the Sweet 16. This is their fourth year in a row, guys. Yeah, I love that video too right there. Shondi Brown walking up or dancing up to the to the bracket and moving Michigan ahead to the Sweet 16. I mean, it was a tight game throughout the entire game yesterday. Uh, the first half got a little sketchy, and then coming out of the second half got a little sketchy, but Michigan was able to put it all together. I mean, you saw efforts from everybody. Bench yes. players coming off having record games like Shondi Brown. You know, He never scored 21 points in a Michigan uniform, was able to do that. Um, Dickinson had a decent game. He had his double-double, but I thought he could have played a much bigger and better game. Eli Brooks. And then... Yeah, that's why I was going next, man. Eli Brooks, just pretty much the savior for them in the first half. If he wasn't around in the first half, Michigan could have been down like 12, 15 points going into halftime. And like you look at like Shawnee Brown and Eli Brooks, both of them have 21 points. But then you look at LSU stars, Cameron Thomas and Javante Smart, them two together dropped 57 points. But they each played 40 minutes the entire game. Yep. And chucked up 46 shots. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like you compare both of them. I mean, without them two, that team is nothing. With us, we lost Isaiah Livers, and look how we're looking still. Yeah, that's the thing with Michigan, and that's kind of similar to what Florida State's going to bring to the table in the Sweet 16. A bunch of interchangeable parts. Mm -hmm. You know, like pretty much everybody on Michigan is a three. Yeah. But, you know, like they 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 can shoot, they can dribble, they can play defense. There's no real true two on the team, and there's no real true four on the team. So it's just like you got your point guard, 
and then you got your center and everybody else interchangeable, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. So I, I like Michigan's chances going forward against Florida State. And yesterday's game was just fun to watch, man. Like, I haven't been that emotionally invested into a sporting event in, honestly, a long time. Yeah, like, that That's that second half was really intense. I was I was just screaming every time Michigan drilled a clutch bucket, especially when Franz hit that, one, that three. That I, three. I, I, when Sean, Franz hit that three, I literally ran upstairs just like, ah! yeah i was sitting on my couch like you know like i said it's been a while since i was sitting there my heart's pounding like i'm I'm literally rooting for michigan and we really haven't had a team to root for in a big moment in a long time like yeah the big 10 tournament okay yeah big 10 regular season okay but this was if they lose they're out of it and they're the last big 10 team like there was so much riding on that game last night and also i'm rooting for us as a network (laughs) because michigan loses we want to talk about them more like this has been a fun journey to follow and talk about every morning if they were done we would have been in here this morning like all right well so recap the game yeah so florida state and lsu let's talk about that and that's just it doesn't hit i don't i don't want to do that and and michigan state had one damn job we could have talked about we could have had even more to talk about yeah and oh now? my God! If Michigan State would have won too, they we literally would be talking about if these teams win this week or these teams win their first game, they're going to be playing in the Elite Eight. Oh, how sweet would that have been? Michigan State is a what the hell, man! I'm still mad at y'all. <laughs> he, he, doing it. We got we got robbed. We really got robbed. Like just imagine all of the the the, the shows leading up to that game. Ah. Oh. My God, that would have been a lot of fun. And just, like, the trash talk between schools. Like, we could have sent someone up to Michigan State, someone to Michigan. Like, we could have done a lot of things. But There's nothing more fun than talking smack against Michigan or talking smack against Michigan State because, one, it doesn't hit any of us personally because we didn't go to either of those schools. (laughs) And, two, because it gets the other team so pissed. Yep. But oh, the, I, I, you know what? I love it because I'm a Michigan fan. All my friends, they the one thing my Michigan State friends who went to, actually went to Michigan State, they love to just say, "Oh, you're a Walmart Wolverine." I'm like, okay, that's the worst. That's the best. The best you got. That's, right. that's that's your that's your biggest joke. I still got your ass whooped. Yeah, don't change. <laughs> I, I don't see you as a Walmart Wolverine. Like when I think Walmart Wolverines, I'm thinking of the guys that are like planting Michigan flags in their front yard, like acting like they went to the damn school. Yeah, and like just living and dying off of Michigan. You're just like a Michigan regular fan. Yeah, I was just a, I saw talking like, dude, I'm a. I've been a fan since a kid. Like <laughs> it's pictures of me wearing all Michigan stuff as a kid. So I just it stuck with me. You want me to. Uh, Get rid of my childhood fandom just to make you feel good about your school getting the ass whooped? No. Right. Sorry. No. And I'll so, always throw it back to my old third grade teacher who made me fall in love with Michigan when I was well, a was kid. Was she hot and she wore Michigan? Yeah, she was a Michigan cheerleader. We've had this conversation. Ooh. Remember, you guys thought it was weird that I thought my third grade teacher was hot when I was in third grade? I didn't hear the cheerleader aspect. I didn't, yeah, you didn't say that. I don't think. Really? Yeah, yeah you, never, you never that. Yeah, the that's why she taught us the fight song and stuff. Like, that's why I I, you left that, that part. part out. I you think. left that part out. You were just talking about your hot teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I asked Michigan <laughs> Not teacher who taught us the fight song in third grade, Miss Silva or Miss Heath. She changed her name. I'm not sure which way it went. I think she started out as Miss Heath and went to Miss Sova. You don't like that. You don't like calling her her new name. No, you, but then you guys thought it was weird. You, you guys like thought that it was weird. Name only. You thought it was weird that I went to her wedding. That's what was really weird. Remember? I mean, 
I love how you keep saying, remember? He does, He left all this part out of the story. No, you thought it was weird that I went to her wedding in third grade. It is kind of weird for you to invite your... Well, in this day and age. Let me preface that. In this day and age, it's weird, probably. Yeah, everything is. Everything yeah, is. Everything is. Yeah. Everything is. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> but the next game for Michigan is going to be Sunday, 5 o'clock, taking on number four, Florida State. So we got a couple-day break, but I like this because maybe Isaiah Livers... Actually... Do we even want Isaiah Livers back? Yes, of course. Okay, we do. do. If he he is healthy and he can play, yes. Yeah. That's the rumor I'm hearing, too, is that he will be ready for the Sweet 16. And obviously, if you give him six days rest like they have right now between games, it does give you a decent amount of time to get ready and get healthy. I don't want this bad juju out in the air, but imagine Isaiah does come back and and then they lose how that feels for him. That's got to be the worst feeling ever. But hopefully we do get him back because we know he is the star of our Michigan basketball team. Yep. But good job to the rest of them for holding us this far, getting us to the Sweet 16 for the fourth straight year. And on to the NBA. The Houston Rockets finally won a basketball game, 117-99 <laughs> over the Toronto Raptors. And John Wall dropping a triple-double and dropping this 360 layup. That was beautiful, man. A little extra. Like, does this really help on that play? Oh, yeah. He avoids the defender, avoids the contact. I mean, it, literally, it's the only move he can. Yeah, that, that was that was nasty. What do you do, like, if you're the defender? Damn, Pascal. Yeah, me after that, I'm uh, passing out because <laughs> I'm dizzy. And, uh, like, have you? we should try to do a 360 and then try to do anything after that. Oh, it's so the, hard. The athleticism behind that, the body control, and to be able to put the ball up into the rim and on, like, I don't know. That was great. Yeah. Absolutely great. It was. And uh, we go to the last local story I got. Michigan high school basketball playoffs for basketball are beginning finally. The basketball playoffs for basketball Bas- are beginning? Did I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> the basketball playoffs for high school basketball begin. And the Department of Redundancy Department? I'm excited, but I'm <laughs> sad for one team. There are some COVID issues with. West Bloomfield, yeah, and they unfortunately are dropping out due to contact tracing. Yeah, um, and we've seen this with a couple teams. Like I said, I, I called the you know public school league championship between King and um, Pershing on Sunday, I believe it was, and we had to cancel the girls' public league championship because of COVID. Damn. So, and I know other teams like a St. Mary's, they didn't even play in the Catholic league tournament because they wanted to make sure that they were all quarantined and all safe for the state playoffs. Which so is they, smart. Yeah, so they tapped out of the Catholic League tournament, though, which, you know, it kind of sucks. You're not going to win your your league, but as long as you're going into the state playoffs healthy and you're keeping this contract tracing and you're keeping all your team ready to play, that's the most important thing right now. I feel like in high school basketball as opposed to college where they play their division, it's a little bit different because in your division, you win it, you get into the tournament. Right. Whereas high school basketball, I feel like they already know who's where and, and what, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, St. Mary's is going to make the tournament anyways, and I think that, like 95% of schools make the uh, state tournament. I think every school makes the state tournament. I wonder anyways. this year if they did it differently. I don't know, but I know um, St. Mary's, there's a game in their district that was supposed to take place today. Is that still mm-hmm. happening, Alex? No, I think one of them... One of them got canceled. One of them already got... Well, probably the West Bloomfield yeah. game. Oh, yeah. It was West Bloomfield. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, West Bloomfield's in St. Mary's District, so uh, they were playing in, in Bloomfield Hills. You raising your hand, Fish, or stretching? I'm stretching. Oh, okay. I do, <laughs> oh, I do want to clear up one thing. I made a, I made a, um error when we were talking about the NFL attendance. So when they um when the Rams went out to Los Angeles, they were in the, in the, in the lower 20s 
when they started out before 2018, they were in the, in the 20s. The team that was dead last is the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, okay. They were they were the dead last team. So until when the Rams started winning, they they started creeping back up into the top ten. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Even that attendance is false because 99. If you watch Charger games, 99 percent of the fans are the opposing team. Uh, it's the yeah. funniest thing ever. <laughs> so real. even the 32,000 are not Charger fans. They're actually the opposing team. And honestly, that's funniest co- thing ever. And it's kind of going to be how it's going to be in Vegas, too. Like, you know how many away teams or fans are going to be like, oh, I want to go see an away game. Where are we going? Boys? Vegas? Let's oh, go to yeah. Vegas. That's like, the, that's that stadium the, looks sick, too. Oh, beautiful, <sighs> man. Yeah, the Lions play in Vegas. We're all going, like, for sure. Please. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll, we'll call the we'll call American Coney Island. Go down to the D Casino. Heck we yeah. can broadcast from there and get some conies. We can do our coney review down there, oh, Joey. We're not missing a beat out there. <laughs> that'd be so much fun. Hold on, when do they play the Raiders? When do they play the Raiders? <laughs> <laughs> not this year. Damn. Yeah. I- Maybe next year. Hopefully yes. next year. Hey, listen, this is the perfect time to learn a trade and start a new career, guys. Learn more about. The Northwestern Tech 10-and-a-half-month hands-on HVAC program. Online, you can learn more right now at northwesterntech.edu. It's Northwestern Tech, the HVAC school that works. And we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, uh, some opening day news, which... Allegedly, uh, we do not like. Yeah, allegedly, we do not love. And we'll talk about that next. Uh Uh-oh, Corey, did you see something on your phone? No, you just you just broke my heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that next on the Woodward Sports Network. Hey, it's Joey from Woodward Sports, and I am here in downtown Fan at Bridge Street Exchange. This place has so many amazing things for guys. And ladies, this is the hidden spot that you got to come check out. I'm talking thorough good boots, best boots ever. They have barware. They got the Stormy Cromer hats. They got Carhartt hats, a huge Carhartt selection. They even got Snoop Dogg underwear. So go check them out, BridgeStreetExchange.com, and use the code word WSN for 15% off. Welcome back to the Woodward Sports Network. Thank you guys for waking up with us every morning and dropping your comments on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Thank you for being a part of our mornings, and thank you for letting us be a part of yours. So... Like two weeks ago, there was about a thousand people who are going to be allowed in Comerica Park. Then last week, they upped it to 20%. So they're looking at 8,000 people at Comerica Park for opening day. But Joey, yesterday, you got a call from a friend of yours. Uh, we, we don't want to reveal the source, but. Yeah, we don't want to reveal the source on this, but it is. It's a source that has been connected locally with a lot of teams and organizations. And she does a lot of events. And one of the big events, obviously, coming up is opening day. And she had a couple events booked, and she told me that she got a call from her manager saying that there's some rumor going around there that there might no longer be fans at sporting events in Detroit, in Michigan. In Michigan. In Michigan. And all this, obviously, does come allegedly from what we're hearing. But there's been a lot of talk lately about numbers spiking in Michigan, and it's been something we've been talking about that we've just been scared of because opening day is by far all of our favorite event of the year and just sporting events you know we see fans coming back to sporting events and percentages slightly increasing a little bit here a little bit more and we're so thankful you know right now we're currently at 750 fans allowed at little caesar's arena and it's amazing um yeah it's 
It's better than nothing. It's not amazing. Say, it's better than it's, nothing. It's horrible. Amazing, it's better than nothing. It's a, amazing is a tough term to use for that. But, yeah, um, I hope they make this decision soon and don't wait till the day of or the week of because mm-hmm. that screws with not only a- Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of people's plans, but like the bars that are planning on being open, the bartenders that are planning on working and making some good money that day. It's just the the trickle-down effect when you shut down an opening day in Detroit is, like, it's almost immeasurable. If if they're going to do it, they need to do it, honestly, no later than tomorrow. Right. If we see the numbers going up, do it. Just pull the band. Just go ahead and pull the band-aid off now because the closer they – the longer they wait, the more they're going to – it's going to be an epic blowback where people may just honestly get defiant. Yeah, but what does that mean? They just go to opening day anyways and, like, you know, karaoke or you know, like carpool? You never like, know. Is- it's Detroit. You never know. People might just go ahead and just start doing all kind of stuff downtown. I'm going to be real. Let's look at, like, history right now from a year ago today to where we are right now. COVID last year started officially around, like, March 13th. Yeah. It was, it was really- pretty much right this time. Yeah. 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 It was, I remember it was Friday, March 13th. That was the first bar gig that I had that got canceled. So you look at opening day usually around the 1st of April. That's a couple weeks into COVID, so a lot of us were uncertain. We didn't know what was going on, so nobody took risks at going downtown and having that party, even St. Patrick's Day. Yep. But this year, this year's different. I feel like this year, unless you tell us right now, because we're in the middle of even planning opening day events and whatnot, if you tell us such last minute, people I don't gonna, care. People, I'm people still going and living yeah. life. People, if they, if they don't pull, it, if they don't shut this down right now, people are going to be like, screw it. I'm, go, I'm going down there still. And, and truthfully, like if it if it gets to that point, I mean, a lot of these businesses are putting forth a lot of their funds to organize all of these events. That it kind of just becomes a tragedy for these businesses if they don't have time to, you know, disperse the money that they receive for all of these events and all the costs that they get. Because they're already spending money to try to probably do it within the social distancing and the and the yes. COVID guidelines. So they're already they're already preparing for that budget that that. What what legwork that's going to take, and you're going to wait to the last minute to go ahead and cancel it. Just just if, if if I hope the rumors are false, but if the rumors are true, just go ahead and do it now. Don't wait. What type of events? The person that told you this, what type of events do they do, Joey? Like they do events like MLB related, NBA okay. related, so professional events. So it's at that level. It's not like yes, okay. So they actually have team contact, mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. is it the team that's telling them that they're no longer doing it, or is it the team that's like just delivering the message that hey, the government may shut this down? That's what it is. Oof, mm-hmm. that scares me, man. It, it really does. And, and, and listen, don't don't listen to this and say, oh, damn, it's canceled. It's not. It's all allegedly as to where we're at right now, what we're hearing right now, because truthfully, they don't even know yet. It's the, all right, we're seeing the numbers going up. What do we do? They know that it's going to be thousands upon thousands upon thousands downtown in Detroit for opening day. And then you see Comerica Park. They were at 1,000 capacity, and now they raised it, right, for opening day? Did they? Didn't they? The cap- what's the capacity? It was 20%. 
20, okay, so so they were going to do eight thousand people. Okay, so 8, America 000. holds about forty-two thousand. Yeah. So yeah, but I don't know, man. If you're one of those eight thousand people, do you gamble? Do you like hold your breath? Like, what are you doing right now? And then everybody that we know that's planning on being downtown, like you said, we're planning on being downtown that day and doing a lot of fun things in the city. I just. I'm just so sick of this, man. Like, the back and forth is just driving me insane. Can we just make a decision and stick with it? I mean, you're looking around the country, and you're seeing even just a couple miles south to us, Ohio is open. They're doing their thing. Texas is completely open doing their thing. Florida is just a whole nother damn beach what's going on in Florida right now. I don't want what Florida has. Yeah. Like, I, did, you, did you see that picture in Miami Beach? Bro. That was like, you know what? I was like, you know, I'm going to dip out of somewhere for a weekend just to kind of clear my head and get back on track. Won't be Miami. <laughs> no, no. And that's the thing. Like, as much as I'm like, yeah, let's open this back up. Let's do it the right way and all that. I don't want to be what's going on in Miami right no. now. Like, that, that just looks too damn crazy for me. Like, I want us to be responsible. I want us to be smart about this. But I also don't want to be afraid of this my whole entire life. Like, yeah. vaccines are out there. People are getting them. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people who already have COVID have the antibodies in them. So, like, there is a safe space where we can operate. We just all got to come to the same conclusion that, hey, today's the day that the world opens back up. Let's just do this, and we'll deal with the consequences. And I'm actually thinking because I'm pretty sure they're going to start requiring journalists and whatnot to get shots, so I'm probably just going to go ahead and end up... I'm just going to probably go ahead and end up getting it just to... Taking one out. for the team, Corey? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be... I, I would rather be proactive than reactive, because I don't want to get in a spot where they're like, hey, to come inside of our arena or whatnot, or to, or to, re, or to be in a reporter pool, you got to have... You got to show your vaccine card and or something like that, and then boom, I don't have it. So now I got to go ahead and wait weeks and weeks and weeks to get a freaking appointment to get the shot. So, yeah. I do think it's going to get to that point. It, I think it it's going to get to the point where they do that. They even, as far as going on a flight to go out of town, I feel like it'll even oh, go it's, there. Oh, it's, it's definitely going to get to that. I think, the, I think you have to have, be vaccinated to go um, international. On, on Delta flights, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. So that's why I I think I have the antibodies. I got to go get that test so I don't have to get the COVID shot. Oh, you don't have to if you have the antibodies. Yeah, really? That's, that, that's what the COVID shot is. It's giving you the antibodies for mm. it. Yeah, they're. I mean, that's essentially what the flu shot is too. Right. It offsets like, it. The way they come up with the flu shot is whatever flu is in China, they project that that's going to make its way over here at this specific time. So they take whatever's servicing them over there and try to pump it into us before it reaches us so we have the immunities before it gets here. And that's exactly what they're doing with the COVID stuff too. So if you have the antibodies, if you already have COVID and stuff like that, go get your antibody test. It's through your blood, and they'll let you know, hey, you're good. COVID can't attack you because your body's, you know, can get back at it. I love when you walk into a place and they're like taking your temperature. All right, cool. So I don't got COVID. I'm straight. Right. Temperature <laughs> straight. Good, no COVID. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's that time of the morning where we get to Fish's Facts. We'll do that next on Woodward Sports. I'm looking to bring out another HVAC tech right now. We are recruiting five to 10 techs a month. We're looking to grow and expand. Every new tech we hire is from Northwestern Tech. The hands-on training is fantastic. They're always my first call. We love hiring Northwestern Tech grads. They come out trained and ready to work. Our program is only 10 and a half months and our next classes are starting soon. So why wait? I'm looking to hire. I'm looking to hire. Hire a graduate of Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Northwestern Tech. Time? Yeah, it is. Fish! Go fish. Fish. Facts. It's fish! 
and it is Mr. Fish. He comes on every morning at 9.50. He sits in that sound booth all morning, and then he comes here and shares us some lovely facts. Fish, give us a couple facts for today. What are we missing out it's on? It's nice to get out of the water a few times a day. Uh, <laughs> uh, we start with uh, rugby from uh, Sunday, Saturday night in America, Sunday, New Zealand. Uh, this guy hmm, broke my heart. Uh, Richie Mwala became the... Uh, Came a player to break his own record. He got 28 points in a uh, Super Rugby Aotearoa match. He got uh, 28 points. He got four conversions, five penalties, and one try. Try wow. the touchdown. Look at that dude's leg. Look how strong that dude's Damn. leg is. And on top of that, he beat the Blues team. Blues got 27 points. So uh, <laughs> He beat him by himself? He beat him by himself. You love when that happens. The team got 43, by the way. Broke my heart. I was <laughs> devastated. Uh, we moved to basketball. Uh, we're Luke Kennard, former uh, former Piston, one of us, used to be, uh, <laughs> although Adam hated him. Uh, Luke Kennard got 20 points, 8 and 8 uh, field goal, and he did pretty good in the three-point as well. Oh, he's damn. the first clipper to put up 20-plus points and multiple threes on 100% shooting in the franchise history. My and didn't boy, he hit the perfect. game winner shot, too? I thought he hit the game winner. Did he hit the game winner? Well, that's good for him. That I makes, don't know. I didn't see that. That's Joey's boy, man. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, yesterday, no, they, they ended up winning by nine. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of the uh, Rockets, Joey brought it up. The uh, Rockets uh, won yesterday. Hooray for them. Not <laughs> so good for the Raptors, however, uh, who have lost nine in a row. Ouch. It's better uh, than losing not, 19 They're in not a row. looking very good. So, uh, yeah, they got an 18-point loss to the Rockets. That's not good. They've lost nine, but they're not looking too good right now, Rockets. No, with, with I am Raptors. glad the Pistons didn't go after Fred Van Vliet this offseason because that was one of the rumors of bringing him here as our point guard. I actually like Fred Van Vliet. I oh, do, Adam too. Adam does not. All right, well, maybe I'll trust Adam on he's this He's good point. at the stats. Yeah, I, like, I don't <laughs> mind him, but that, he's not somebody I want on the Pistons roster, especially for what they were going to have to pay him. Like, they were going to have to pay oh, him elite point. point guard money, and he's not an elite point guard to that level. I like that. Uh, good old John Wall, you touched on him. He got 19 points. He had 11 rebounds. He got 10 assists. He uh, hit his first triple-double since 2016. Damn. That's a long time between triple-doubles. So that is... Uh, five years. Five years, yeah. That's yeah. a long time. That's kind of sad. That is crazy. Time for, he, he wasn't on the... He was, uh, was he on the Wizards in 2016? Yeah, he'd have yep. to be. Wow. Time flies. Time does fly, Fish. All right, today is March... 23rd. <laughs> I always forget. I got to look. March 23rd. Uh, we go to 1957, where uh, Mr. Wilt Chamberlain, he uh, got a MVP. Uh, but he didn't play in the championship game. Huh. Well, why? I don't know why. He just didn't play. They won in three overtimes. That's the score I love right there. 54 to 53 in three overtimes. That's fish defensive basketball awesome right there. How awesome is that? Yeah. You love, why do you love low-scoring games so much? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, I don't know. They just feel great to me. I'm not a big fan of these high-scoring games. Got it. All right. Um, that doesn't mean I hate offense. I just would rather have low-scoring games. All right. Well, let's get into uh, some bets, Fishy. We moved to uh, Loyola, Chicago. Yep. They had a proud moment over the weekend. They had another proud moment back in 1963 where they beat Cincinnati for their first title game, 60-58 to in overtime. Nice. So they are looking pretty good. Uh, You want to hear some awesome birthdays today? We got two to run through. Okay. Jason Kidd and Kyrie Irving. I like that. It is their birthday. And I always forget about this. You guys know where Kyrie Irving was born? Uh, Detroit? 
No. <laughs> he was born in Melbourne, Australia. Oh, oh so that makes his, him your favorite player, right? Well, he doesn't play on the Australian national team, so I completely forgot he was even Australian. Yeah, well, he, he could if US. he ever doesn't play on the USA Olympic team, which is awesome. Good point, but I'm assuming he gave up his uh, citizenship to play for America. All right, Fish, let's run through your bets real quick because we got to get to Joey's right, dumbass of the day. Of course, we're going with the Pistons or the Red Wings, whoever plays today. Uh, Red Wings over Predators. That's easy. Uh, hopefully, the Red Wings win. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Lakers Pelicans. I'm going Pelicans. Okay, I think the Pelicans smart bet. Win that game with the um, minus six, or are you just taking them straight up? Uh, I'll take them straight up. Okay, beautiful. So uh, Lakers are not looking so good right now. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Nice. So if you want to put that bet on my bookie, go for it. Add a don't, boy. Don't put them as a high seed. Put them <laughs> as six, seven, eight. Ooh, maybe they can go into that play-in game. Ooh, Ooh. that'd be fun. <laughs> Fish, looking forward to that. Well, thank you, Fish, for coming on with your facts and, of course, your bets of the day. It is now time for Joey's Dumbass of the Day. To present the award, it is Joey. It is time. Dumbass of the day. Why would you do that? And the loser is. <laughs> oh, All right, Joey, what you got for us today, man? Big Theo on this play right here. His, I got two actually, so I need you guys to tell me which one's more the dumbass. All right, so look at Theo on this breakaway right here. That we, my man just had this play. Derp. <laughs> just one derp two <laughs> like, wait for it though cause he screws up again oh we I didn't, I didn't get the video. screw up okay. I didn't get the third one what was the third one I didn't uh, see the third, the third one, one. Was on the defensive end when they get the ball back he turns it over how do you like as an NBA player that can easily dunk how do you first off not even go for the dunk on that first <laughs> one break away wide open so that's the first one the second one we go to women's basketball Number 15, Troy, hosed by the refs in an effort to upset number two, Texas a and I saw this. In the women's tournament. Look at this. Starts in the front court, touches Touched. the ball. Ball is down and a foul. Yeah, so the, the coach was super mad thinking that was a backcourt violation. And if you look at it, 3.7 seconds left on the clock, down by two. Definitely touched it. Two times. Dribbled. Yes. Obviously, the no call is the wrong call. Screw Juwan Howard. I want her as our coach. Yeah, she out there getting it, man, isn't she? <laughs> yes, she is. So what do you guys think? The first one of Theo or the second one of Troy getting waxed on that horrible call? I mean, both are dumbass. <laughs> um, I got to go Theo. Yeah. It's more of a dumbass. I mean, the refs... I don't know. That's such a blatant call, though, and that's the tournament. Refs miss calls all the time. Dudes don't miss back-to-back -back open dunks all the time. Yeah. That's, that's my logic behind it, and that's why I picked Theo. There's our dumbass right there, both of them. Our dumbass of the day. Thank you very much. And we got to thank you guys for waking up with us and being a part of the Morning Woodward Show. Uh, the Belizean and Bell Show is up next, kicking off at 11 a.m. Oh, yeah. And then we got the hook coming up today from 3 to 5 with Darren McCarty, Maz, and Pilar. So thank you guys so much for being a part of Woodward Sports. Make sure you're sharing, make sure you're liking, and make sure you're spreading the word. We appreciate you. Have a great Tuesday. We'll be back on tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., right here on Woodward.